to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Do, Do not, not adjust, adjust your computer, computer screen. screen. It's your, your mind we're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe box. Hello. Hello people out there in podcast land we are here for are our here. march-ish universe box patron hangout how's it going guys Hi. hello uh, i'm bill meeks i'm Marie d simone yeah and we were having some issues with our audio board uh just now so if if, uh, if, if we the, cut out let us know the mic cuts out you know let us know uh if you're over in chat at live.universebox.com like angel or or win and i'm sure we'll have some others coming in soon uh you know just let us know in chat real quick yes please that'd be pretty sweet um let's see here so so uh how have you been Anne marie i'm good i um have found a newfound love for wine have you i uh yeah cheers yeah. to that cheers to that friend yeah, definitely Boop. as usual we are consuming a little bit little bit of magic juice uh in our who says hangout. you can't drink on a monday <laughs> so they're calling it now uh yeah well, i always, think a, yes yeah we are we are going lady j are you ready to come on yet uh now that i know my mic's freaking sure <laughs> Excellent. I, I, I well, well, let's introduce one of our patrons, Lady J. How you doing? Doing all right, guys. How you doing? Excellent. Good. Excellent. Wait, what have you been up to uh, since uh, the last time we we spoke? Uh, the usual fan rage. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've always I'm I'm according to my friend I am the angry Hufflepuff. <laughs> Well, that's yeah. fine. It, it, it happens. It if happens. you can't, if, if you can't rage about it, how do you, how do you know you truly love it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, or so at I, least at one point you did love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, what have you been raging about lately? Oh, Arrow one hundred. Mm-hmm. Arrow. <laughs> Arrow one hundred. Uh, well, we don't watch Arrow, so I a bit that's of your rage. Thing. Yeah, a, a bit of your rage <laughs> might flow over our heads, but uh, I know Anne Marie watches the 100. Uh, so uh, I, why, why don't you I guys told talk? you to stay away from the 100 topic. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's not going to end well for anybody. No. I figure let's get it away out front. Get, get it done with out front. Out yeah. Before, before I, I drink too much, is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would much rather steer into not so controversial topics because. Ah, see, she doesn't even want to rage. Because <laughs> no, no, because I I like you guys and I don't want to like discuss this because Run Hundred goes straight <laughs> into politics of television and it's just not going to be pretty. That's right. Okay, so so if you don't want to talk about what you don't like, Lady J, why don't you talk about something? Wait, is there anything on right now that you're enjoying that I actually enjoy watching? Yes. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's a hard question. Hold on. <laughs> I have to actually think about something I'm not going to yell at. Uh, I guess Supergirl right now, just just because it's like one of the few shows that I can happily enjoy watching cute puppies be adorable. I mean, Cara Danvers be adorable. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I, I've uh, I, I think I'm on episode six. Like I, I kind of fell behind because you've, you've of all got the you've stuff. gotten over the hump. You've gotten over the hump. Yeah. Episodes like one was okay because you realize it's a pilot but then two to five are really hard to chew on like mm-hmm. it's heavy handed dialogue and it's a little bit clunky but like right after six it kind of finds its rhythm um it, it, well I, six was what the live wire episode i enjoyed it i think i think that was a live wire episode um yeah. I think it was aired, uh, like they were revert. It was aired. The- yeah, the- it was the- out of position. order. Skips. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was one that they did out of order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I mean, I enjoyed it so far. Like I, I kind of, I uh, didn't. 
Sorry. I kind of hate hate that they uh, they made Jimmy Olsen like really like uh, rough and tumble and stuff instead of being kind of dorky. Just because I love Jimmy Olsen, but uh, yeah, you know, he, at the same time, he he kind of uh, he kind of grew on me. He got got a little doofy there he's, here he's, and there. He's he's I feel he is the voice of Clark Kent. Like without having Clark Kent there, he is that mm-hmm. same kind of undertone of like moral ethics, so to speak. You know, he's he's that guy. Um, I've I've enjoyed Supergirl just because it's another female lead mm-hmm. yeah. uh, on network television. You know, for a while it was just it was not even just a while like it was just Agent Carter, and now we have Supergirl as well. And I felt that was a nice expansion. So I'm eagerly hoping that Supergirl will do in season two what Agent Carter didn't, and that's give us women of color. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. That is true. Um, you know, you know, I I definitely enjoyed it. Did you did you ever watch the uh, old uh, CW Birds of Prey series? Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Did I? Did I? No, you need to understand. Before the before WB's Birds of Prey, I did not. I the only comic books I owned were the ones given to me by my brother, and I didn't really care about them mm-hmm. because they were just hey, he's like, oh here, you can read these now that I'm dead, and I'm like, I don't really want these, you know. Uh, <laughs> So after Birds of Prey, like I didn't understand. Like I didn't understand. I was thirteen. I don't. I didn't understand what cancellation was. I didn't understand any of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was a comic book until I gotten online and people were raging. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's nothing like the comic. There's a comic book about this. <laughs> and yeah, so like my first twenty dollar allowance, I walk into the comic book store and I buy the graphic novel and I just instantly fell in love. Mm-hmm. And from there, that's where I started collecting comics. So. Like, I think this is so funny because recently, um, I was talking on Twitter with Joseph P. Elich on Comic Book Resources. He's doing a column for them. He used to be editor for DC, late 90s, early 2000s for Batman and Birds. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing how Rebirth may not even really hit the mark that DC's looking for, which is that pre-identity crisis, uh, that came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. spirit so um and birds of prey was part of that where you could walk in and, and let me tell you something walking in at 13 years old and not only finding birds of prey but picking up background going oh my god she's half asian <laughs> <laughs> because there's not really a whole heck of a lot of asian characters to begin with that are not terribly stereotyped in one way or another yeah uh, so finding Batgirl, it, it was, it was just a period of, if you were a kid looking for representation, you could probably find it and it wasn't going to be so stereotypy and, and mm-hmm. it's just something I feel like maybe Marvel now is getting into that renaissance of finding something that looks like you and talks like you. And mm-hmm. that's a nice feeling. Yeah. I always like the, uh, it, not as much as the Barbara Gordon Batgirl, <laughs> but I always like the Cassandra Kane Batgirl, uh, especially when she, she like didn't talk and she was like a ninja. <laughs> We're on ninja type, yeah. Um, I think for a while there on Arrow, we were all kind of hoping they were going to mention the Kane family because David Kane, Cassandra's dad, was part of the league. So uh, yeah, Birds of Prey for me was that was that starter point. And today I was just watching Dina Meyer, who played Oracle. Uh, she was doing a little cooking thing on her Periscope with her brother. Nice. Um, nice. Is she so, still? Yeah. Is she in anything in anything right now? Uh, she was on something on TBS. I think there's something on iTunes. She's always got some sort of like as far as acting some sort of project going so she's not she's not out of work um i have i did ask her i got the balls to ask her on her website when she was doing a q a and i was like 
would you, if you were asked, would you go back and play Oracle? And she said, absolutely. Nice. Um, and someone else asked her what she liked about uh, playing Oracle, and she enjoyed the message that Oracle had, and that was just to keep going no matter what happens to you, don't give up. And mm-hmm. it's never, it's never the end. It's always the uh, opening of a new door. And I'm like, <laughs> who do we talk to to come have her come back to be the real <laughs> Oracle? As DC seems to be distancing themselves from this whole Oracle concept to begin with. Well, I don't know, because, uh, and I, I was actually going to lead into this, so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, but I guess, uh, w- w- what's her name? Uh, Jenna Malone plays Barbara Gordon in the I, extended edition of Batman v Superman. So there I might heard, be an I heard Oracle. that rumor. Right. I heard that, I heard that rumor, but I, I'm, I was, I, I'm, you know, I have a little bit of Missouri in me, so you gotta show it to me before I believe you. <laughs> so, in, in the case, in the case of Zack Snyder, uh, I'm not finally sure if I trust him with our recording. Mm. Did, you, you, you weren't able to make it out to our big Batman v Superman discussion with Rebecca and our Holy Bat Pastor, but uh, did you see it? Did you like it? Did you? I haven't, like it? I haven't. I haven't seen. Now here's the thing. I'm distancing myself from everything related to Batman versus Superman, unless unless we're just gonna focus on the Wonder Woman, because I feel like she was she's probably the best part of the whole package is Wonder Woman. But if you haven't seen it, you can't say that. <laughs> I can say that because I am only specifically looking for gifts and pictures of Wonder Woman. Like I'm filtering everything else out because <laughs> I am not a fan of Zack Snyder to start with. Yeah, it, I, I feel like he's visually amazing, mm-hmm. but someone else needs to be telling the story. Like. I, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, he's visually amazing. Like, uh, really what I, because, I mean, I, I saw his remake of the Dawn of the Dead back, Dawn of the Dead back in the day. And I liked it. I thought it was really funny. You know, a really good zombie movie before it got oversaturated. <laughs> Everything's a zombie. <laughs> and uh, then Watchmen, I thought, you know, uh, regardless of uh, how you feel about the original story, it was beautifully shot and it looked just like the comic book. And, you know, I, I think... Uh, you know, that's really where he shines. Like, you know, say what you will about his storytelling methods, but he he can make movie stills look like comic book frames. I'm sorry. I just noticed how red the back of your neck is from getting sunburned. Oh, yeah. I got so massively really sunburned. <laughs> and sorry, I, 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 is that what that is? Is that what that is? He's so yeah. sunburned. It's hilarious. I, tonight, I am a redneck. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. You're, you're feeding into those Texas uh, and West Virginia roots. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no, Zack Snyder, I will give him all the praise when it comes to visuals and really being able to use visuals to tell a story. But as far as if we're going to go with plot, dialogue, things, I think these are areas he can definitely improve on. I would really, really wish he just kind of like sat down and really went back into the vehicle because there is nothing wrong with going to a few workshops (laughs) (laughs) and improving on yourself. You know, it's one of the best things you can do as as an artist of any type. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, I I don't know, although I, I do feel that and I know you haven't seen it yet, but I do feel like he took a lot of those criticisms from Man of Steel specifically to heart and kind of improved in several ways that he was criticized for in Man of Steel, uh, like in the film Man of Steel. And then people complained about that. (laughs) (laughs) He can't win. Like they were like, all this needless destruction. Why can't the movie be about something? Why can't it have more meat to it? So he does like a movie where it's half kind of like this philosophical argument uh, what would superheroes mean to the real world? And, uh, and, you know, dealing with the repercussions of that. And then they're like, oh, man, the, the first half of the movie was too slow. More fight sequences. <laughs> you know? And then the whole other half of the movie is, is 
is nothing but these large fight sequences that seems to be like destroying half the city again. Yeah. But, but no one was there. Yeah. They, they point out like six times that everybody's gone home and stuff like that. So <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like a running joke where every time they mention the fight like uh, you know, either the news or the government or something mentions the fight moving to another location, they're like, Oh, and it happens to be abandoned and like wink at the camera. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's kind of- um the only thing about Gina Malone's appearance in there that makes me even a little bit excited is the fact that they are looking at possibly this is big rumored but the fact that it hit a lot of the major sites that they were looking to cast a black canary in the films mm. kind of made my heart go oh what so long as <laughs> so long as we have you know a better director i'm okay <laughs> i'm okay I, I i didn't like sunker punch that was not that was not a feminist film at all <laughs> <laughs> see i, I sucker punch punch is one of his movies i haven't seen and just because i i heard such bad things about it which i don't know if because, I mean, I heard bad things about Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, and I love them. So maybe I should watch it and kind probably. of form my own opinion. But I probably won't. No. <laughs> just because I heard such bad things about it. I just I just find it very interesting that in, in this race of, like, I guess now it's Marvel against DC and as far as cinematically, where Marvel is kind of just excelling as far as being able to tell a fun story. Mm-hmm. Whether it, it gives you pause to think when you leave or not or are you just remembering all the jokes there's still fun movies to go to and so now dc's kind of hitting on this other end this kind of i don't want to say the word but it's dark pretty whatever mm-hmm. end of it but they're also racing towards delivering the first female-led mm-hmm. action film so to exactly. speak with with wonder woman and then you know black widow sitting over here twiddling her thumbs like really <laughs> really guys really i get five uh, minutes in every Marvel <laughs> movie but that's yeah it. <laughs> yeah that's all you get <laughs> That's all you get, lady. Be looking for that. Um, but no, because it, it, they even pushed Captain Marvel's release date back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, so you're telling me that we could possibly get the first female teen movie out of Birds of Prey onto the screen before Marvel has a chance to even finish looking up at Mar- uh, Captain Marvel's movie? Yeah, because they're they're looking at introducing Black Canary in Justice League Part 1 or 2, and then from there, partnering up with Gina Malone and going into straight out Birds of Prey, in which case I'm like, so which one of the graphic novels are we following? Mm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. It feels like uh, as much as Marvel is trying to kind of uh, push that forward in their comic line, in their movie line, they're just they're, they're trying to sell toys to little boys. Kind of thing. <laughs> Even though there are just as many girls picking up those mm-hmm. toys as, as as the guys. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. I, I wasn't saying the girls wouldn't pick up the toys. I'm just saying that that's what their That's their market. Is. That's yeah. their target. Yeah. And Maria, I, I see a lot of discussion going on in the chat room. What's going on over there? Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, cause, you were playing on Facebook again, weren't you? You know why? Because I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to actually recommend that you read Birds of Prey and Secret Six, both from Gail Simone. I think you would enjoy them a lot. You can recommend it, and I can want to do it, and I just won't sit down and do it. I know myself (laughs) well enough. I have, like, six books on my nightstand and just got another one. I have plenty of books. Look, these are graphic novels. They have pictures, for crying out loud. I know. I'm so easily distracted. Um, Let's see. What were they talking about? They were talking about Sucker Punch. Um, Let's see. Um, clarify if they talked about it. I saw it and it was alright had some awesome scenes silly action pretty forgettable meh yeah, um, a, a says solid that meh it's, from the chat room a solid meh 
Um, Wynn says it seems it feels weird for to get mad about someone else's creative choices, which is mm-hmm. completely fair. That's you know. So that's what you got going on in the chat room. Definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I know that we have some other people who are going to be joining us. Yeah. Little, Rebecca little is racing home from somewhere. Oh, Probably. Rebecca Johnson? Yeah. Sweet. Well, she's wearing a Batfleck shirt today because she's seeing the movie for the – saw the movie for the eighth, eighth time, time today. Nice. Um, and I asked wow. if she was joining us and she said if she gets home in time and Bobby – Yeah, because she doesn't late. have Supergirl tonight because she, she right. has Supergirl radio. Uh, yeah, she does Supergirl radio. Yeah, so that's she- – that's also why I'm here. There's no Supergirl up for a while. I actually went to go check. I went to go check TV Guide. I'm like, Supergirl tonight? No? Okay, I can do this. Yeah, it's nice. well, it's because it's the um, March NCAA Madness. NCAA March yeah. Madness, yeah. Well, not finales. It's 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 whoever wins this goes on to face uh, uh, North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. I've lost well, – yeah. This is like the first year I didn't do a bracket, so I'm like, I have uh, no idea what's happening because <laughs> normally I do um, – one of my friends does brackets – to raise money for her three-day uh, fund mm-hmm. for Susan G. Komen three-day. Uh-huh. So I typically do one or two brackets for her at least, or if my dad does one fundraiser for the three-day. Big in the three-day community. Because um, <laughs> it's easy. But, um, yeah, I didn't get it around to doing one this year, so I have no idea. I don't normally on. follow college basketball. I did for a while, especially because I worked in a significant amount of sports bars over the past 12-ish years. Um, it's really the past, like, four when I've stopped and I've gotten more and more out of it. But it's also when WVU stopped being so good. Yes, that's right. You guys can throw comics <laughs> around. I can throw sports around. Sports ball. Hey, sports ball. no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on right there because – College basketball for guys, I'm not so keen on, but I do know UConn on the women's side is about to make history if they get this title. It'll be their, it'll be a fourth peak and their 11th title. And I literally know nothing about women's college basketball. See, there you go. Yay, WVU if you're in college. I actually had to learn about March Madness <gasps> to right. do uh, to do some uh, training stuff for for my my day job, mm. and uh, I learned it. I learned it really well. I made the training stuff, and I can't remember a darn word of it. Well, you had to do the same thing with Super Bowl stuff, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you had bit. to do like Super Bowl packages, and mm-hmm. I honestly couldn't tell you who was even in it this year because not Pittsburgh. Oh, you um, know what, Angel in the chat room. Uh, it, 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 Lady J, did you see Zootopia? Yes, I love Zootopia. I love Zootopia. Let's talk Zootopia. Thank you. I can talk on this topic. (laughs) Yay. No, I I thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. the old Zootopia. What did you like about it? I like Jenny Goodman. Uh, <laughs> no, I I like that it wasn't exactly what you're expecting, but really, no movie should be what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fun. I liked that it did take a serious, like weird g- genetic modification, like wipe out all the predators turn. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, little spoilers. Little spoilers there. <laughs> Uh, Spoiler alert. Oh, Spoiler uh, alert. Real quick back to sports, just because I know it'll get on Anne-Marie's nerves. I'm uh, it two says, uh, yeah, I can get behind not Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, Spell it right, Win. Spell it not right. Not Pittsburgh. Hey, I'm okay with that. <laughs> ah, all of you. I shake my Pittsburgh fist. girl. I'm born and raised. Yeah, but Zootopia, I, I really liked that, especially the uh, – 
the kind of twist in the middle where you realize it's not the kind of movie that was advertised. And I, that was actually one of the things I had kind of against it is because all the marketing made it seem like one kind of movie, mm-hmm. but it was really a movie about like this weird conspiracy in the animal world where they were like, Oh, it's, you know, a rabbit coming to be, she's the first rabbit on the force and it's her overcoming obstacles to, you know, win the day or whatever. And it, it really, you know, about halfway through, it becomes a completely different kind of movie where they're yeah. trying to, you know, it's very subversive and they're trying to uncover this huge conspiracy going on throughout the right. kind of entire Zootopian government and everything. Uh, so. Anne-Marie's trying to get in and she can't get in. She can't get in? No. Is the link not working for her? I don't know. Hold on. Other Anne-Marie? Other not, Anne-Marie. Not, not me. I'm here. No. <laughs> Let me figure that out. I'll here, figure you, it out. You talk. I'll you troubleshoot. Uh, uh, Lady J, uh, what, what did you like about Zootopia? Uh, Nick Foley, the box. <laughs> the box, fair. Nick. So he yes. was, he was definitely, uh, definitely fun to watch, but I was, I, I mean, I'd have to go back and actually watch it by myself because I was way too busy with a four year old in, in the movie theater. Yep. Mm. To really, to really like pay attention. I just know he was super into the like first half of the movie where it's very fast paced, but the moment he switched gears is when I started having trouble with him because he was bored. Yep. And that's 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 the problem. uh, Yeah, that's when our four year old started crawling. (laughs) Angel T in the chat room says uh, she felt so bad for Nick, just wanted to hug him. I, yeah, but you, I wanted to hug the, the, what's that, what was he, a tiger? Or cheated? I was sitting up the front desk. Ben <gasps> I called. loved him. I loved him. I wanted oh, to I hug him, him all the time. He was fantastic. I you wanted to I, hug him. You know what I didn't like at all? Oh, here we go. Because I saw it six million times before <laughs> the even the, the sloth slobs. scene. I still love the sloth. Like I, I, <laughs> I saw it so many times before I ever set foot in the theater that by the time it actually happened, it it didn't feel like oh it's slow and it's funny. It just felt like, like oh please I, kill I, me. I know parents in that room had seen this commercial before mm-hmm. but it still had the same comical impact like mm-hmm. everyone was laughing so hard it took a, a little bit of time for them to recover but the but the okay spoiler alert if you haven't seen it i'm sorry you've had plenty of time by now um mm-hmm. <laughs> that my favorite part is when they're in like this whole godfather place right mm-hmm. and they're about to be ice and then like the little shoe is like oh that's the one that saved me. I love her. <laughs> and All Nick, I could think was Real Nick, Housewives Nick, of Jersey. <laughs> and Nick is over there with his mouth like, what? like he, uh, he doesn't understand anything. And suddenly like, they're like, oh, welcome to the family. Kisses here, kisses there. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, was it? Oh, the reason I think the sloth st- stuff was a little painful for us is we saw, um, if you go to Hollywood studios, they do movie previews and they um. did a, t- they had a 10 minute preview of Zootopia, which included 75% of that scene. Mm-hmm. So we'd already seen it. And then we saw the movie and then we went back to the preview again because they were giving away ears. So the kids wanted to go see it again. Yeah. So we saw the sloth scene three times, not including the little <laughs> bits you get in the commercials. Yeah. Little bits. Well, a lot of bits. That's because it, 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 yeah. <laughs> there, there were whole previews that were just the sloth scene. I know. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to finding Dory. Mm-hmm. I am too. I haven't. I didn't actually see like the preview or anything because didn't they release something? They've been trailer. releasing stuff on and Did off. They? Yeah. Well, everything I like. The only one I saw was like literally her just like swimming in the big blue world. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> big, big blue, blue world. world. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but that was it. It didn't really have any sense of story or anything. Well, like, it's Dory. Uh, it is Dory. It, there <laughs> is that problem. 
I, so, I feel like this movie is specifically for those of us who were in high school when the movie came out the first time, the Finding Nemo. And now that we're all older and have kids around, we're like, ah. <laughs> I feel like Disney has blackmail on Ellen DeGeneres yep. because <laughs> – you know, with the, with the success of her show, she really doesn't need to do these movies anymore. They must no. have, I don't know. They, she they, probably they, did it for free. She really, like, I honestly think she's the type of person who would just do it mm-hmm. because of it being a fun thing for her. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, uh, however, I'd like her to redo Ellen's energy, universe of energy at Epcot. Well, did you know that there used to be an Ellen animatronic in the dinosaur scene? In yes, that? because you told me. Yeah, and uh, they t- they it, it <laughs> broke and they just never fixed it. That's just crap. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because you crap. hear like uh, when you're going through the, the dinosaur room, you hear her voiceover mm-hmm. and it seems like the dinosaurs are doing something, but you don't know what. And apparently in the original ride, they were like chasing Ellen or something like that. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, uh, win two in the chat room, or win win in the chat room says, uh, "Was the sloth scene as long as Pee Wee's Amish uh, balloon scene?" And uh, you know that that was a long scene, but I thought it was okay because it like it went almost too long, and then it kind of came back around. I thought, but I, it, did, did you watch uh, the Pee Wee, the new Pee Wee movie, Lady J? Mm-hmm. Nope. Fair enough. I am the anti Pee Wee. Okay. I liked it. You would. I did, but I, I I grew up on Pee Wee too. I like uh, I'm pretty sure my dad liked Pee Wee mm-hmm. and tried to put it on, and I'm like, what is this crap? And <laughs> I would go in the other room and read a Babysitter's Club book. Yeah, so, Pee Wee's Playhouse was Club. Babysitter's Club, which, by the way. Is yeah. referenced in my yes. pilot that I have right here that we're not going to talk about yet because we're going to wait for maybe one or two more. See if Bobby or somebody hops on. Yep. Bobby, or, or yeah, I'm actually hoping for other Anne Marie because she read all the Dog Boy books. So. <gasps> she did. She Be, did. I like she was one of my beta that. readers for that. Yeah. But we'll talk about Infinite Tina, the pilot, in okay. a little bit here. A little bit coming soon. In a little bit. Okay, Anne Marie. Yeah. You come up with the next topic. Oh well, shenanigans. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. Oh shenanigans. Um. So you got any summer plans, Lady J? Hey, there's Bobby too. There is Bobby. Whatever the four-year-old decides he can handle. Uh-huh. Nice. So no, I where, mean, where are you based out of again? I always forget where you live. San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. Okay, so you've got you, you've got the warmth going on. Yeah, it was warm and sunny today. Oh yeah. We had the warm and the sunny as well. Hmm. Are you guys big pool or beach or vacation? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll probably have a splash shower, probably head up to Orlando Park to do a little swimming in the river there. And, Isn't there uh, Six Flags or something in San Antonio? Six, six Flags, Fiesta, Texas, but there's no way we're going there just because he, he can't even, he, <laughs> he barely, he barely handled SeaWorld's mini kitty park. Gotcha. <laughs> Like I'm not kidding. We took him on some of those rides, and his his literal thing was like, as soon as we were, as soon as the ride started, he was like, nay 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 nay. <laughs> so we're like, we're not gonna do that again. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I, I know. I know when I was growing up in Houston, I, th- I think uh, the Six Flags in San Antonio had the world's tallest uh, wooden roller coaster. Maybe? Yes, the Rattler. Yes, yes. They I, I never... they've redone it. Again, mm-hmm. so it, I forget what it is now, but it's also something fastest, whatever. Now mm-hmm. they, they, the made it a hybrid. they made it a hybrid, um, iron like steel and, and wooden, or like, yeah, steel and wooden just because of its age, mostly. 
Oh, that's that was fair. a way to keep it safe and, and going. Because you have to run, like, oh, maybe not. But see, there's a Rattler, and then there's another roller coaster that actually goes through the Rattler, mm-hmm. which is the Road Under Express, which is, like, the step up from the kitty roller coaster, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But uh, someone, someone uh, and I actually, I think this, this was a Mr. Show sketch, but I would like to see an amusement park advertise their coaster as the deadliest roller coaster. That is awful. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Liam would want to go on it. You know what? Mentioning Mr. Show, though, was probably a good time to That's mention a good the guy who was, uh, who, who was the co-host of our Mr. Show special. Bobby, how you doing? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? We can. Yeah. All right. I just wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, you sound How's like you're coming, coming across on like a CB radio or something, but it's fine. It, it, we can understand you and everything. Um, hold on a second. You might not be. Uh, you're not on your mic, Mike. Yeah, you might not be on your mic, Mike. You sound no, like my mic, Mike. Is remember the last time I tried to do this, Mike? Nope, nope, oh, we got nothing. No, nope, nope, Whatever go. button you hit, unflip it. <laughs> <laughs> undo, undo, undo. How do you undo? <laughs> <laughs> That's my life. Well, Bobby so, will be uh, yeah. back in a second. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, talk. Nice. We'll talk pilots. I actually have two concepts that I've been. Fumbling oh, really? around. Yeah, tell us. Uh, one, they're they're complete opposites of each other. One makes me laugh. The other one makes me laugh harder. Um, and I and and one I wouldn't even describe as much a comedy, but as a dramedy. It's um, I call it Murphy Hour. Mm-hmm. And any of us who has ever worked fast food knows this hour. This is what happens when you send two people home early, and then you get slammed with a rush. So there's only four mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. when there needs to be like ten of you. Yes, yes. Been there, done that. <laughs> Canary so, bread. <laughs> oh. I I just I worked at a uh, at a Sonic drive-in, and let me tell you, when there's only three of you in the morning at, at open, and suddenly you're getting rushed, you wish there were six of you. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Nice. So, so uh, what what's the the opposite number to that one? The opposite one surrounds a uh, half Asian female who happens to come across an artifact that transforms her into the Chinese zodiac snake. Now. Whoa. Most people would think this is pretty awesome. No, she's like, please get this thing off me. I want nothing to do with this. I am not a Power Ranger. Please get this away from me right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, I appreciate is... I am not a Power Ranger <laughs> so much. She, she is like literally trying to get this thing away from her, but it's starting to talk. And she's like, no, 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 we're not doing this. I have enough issues that people think I'm crazy. We're really not about to get into this. Um, and but then like the it kind of starts manifesting and stuff, and she's like, "Are you Chinese?" She's like, "No, I'm Vietnamese or whatever." Whatever it is, it's the app agent, she's not Chinese, and so the snake is automatically disappointed. And it's nice. like, "How are you not Chinese? And why are you wearing this?" I don't know. I don't understand. I'm just as upset about this as you are. <laughs> so she's she's very much the reluctant, reluctant, hero. reluctant hero. Um, who ends up finding the other Chinese zodiacs, and they're all kind of warning each of these people. Don't trust any of the other zodiacs or even anyone in our circle. There's a reason why we've all been separated. <laughs> I enjoy things based on zodiacs. This oh, by the way, uh, Wynn had to head out. So bye, yes, Wynn. Bye, Wynn. We love we you. you. No, I like that. The one's kind of like a slice of life kind of thing, and the other's more of a, a broad fantasy comedy kind of concept. It's more like urban fantasy comedy because she's really just this security guard who wants to move on with her life. She has enough issues. She's still trying to get a you know, get a dating life going. Like, mm-hmm. it's just her, her roommate, and their three cats. <laughs> like, they're very afraid they're about to become outnumbered by animals. Nice. Interesting. Uh, Angel the IT in the chat room comments, uh, the idea uh, oddly reminds me of the concept of a character who was meant to be the main character who doesn't want to be the main <laughs> character, particularly in an anime. <laughs> 
hilarious. Okay, so I think Bobby's back, right, Bobby? I heard barking. You hear me? Yeah, hey, I, hear, yeah. I hear Bobby barking. So. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Hey, how are you doing, man? I, after after your uh, your rough and tumble uh, fight in our chat room on Saturday night. Oh God, I I just that's like the one thing that's bothered me about this whole thing is is that like it's I, I've never been into whole Marvel versus DC. I mean, playfully maybe you know like of course you know, but I hate that like. <laughs> I hate when they have to tell me, "Oh, you just don't get it because you, you know, you don't like it." You, you, and that's what he kept saying is like, "Oh, well, you you must not get it because you don't like it." It's like, no, I'm familiar with everything. I, <laughs> oh my god, I'm, I'm You're sorry. Like I speak this language as well, sir. Um, yeah. Well, he, he didn't. He didn't realize he was talking to a universe box made man. You know, right. right. I know. I just I wanted to be in there and be like, hey, Vivi, I don't know who you are. You showed up about three quarters don't of the way through the show. Don't disrespect Bobby Leave or Bobby we're going to have alone. problems. Leave Bobby alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I literally, like I said on the on the call, like I, I was about to leave the phone, the chat room. Just like I don't know where this guy came from. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, he wasn't being rude. I don't know. It was just. Uh, yeah, I think right. it, I Sorry, think it was just. Really- pro- Cross wires, miscommunication, because we we actually had him call in on Skype, right? And he was very yeah, reasonable and very cool. Skype. I thought, yeah, yeah. no one but can like, understand anything in a chat room. That's true. Like I think I think Bill brought it up. You know, like the whole it, it's hard things in written words can be misconveyed or misconstrued. You know, mm. so. But yeah, I, you're making me like fuming already just thinking about it. <laughs> I can see it. He's like, ah. Okay, well, as long as you're fuming, why is your head so stupid, Bobby? Oh. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Burnt Bill. Burnt Bill. However, Bobby looks a little red as well. Did, did you uh, forget to lotion up today? Oh, yeah. It's pretty warm out there. I was, <laughs> that's why I was late. I've been working. I, mean, I didn't get home until like 730. Because mm. oh, wow. summer, uh, you know, well, it's not summer yet. But, uh, you know, warm is the busy season for you. Yeah, there is no, like, <laughs> summer is nine months of the year here. There's right. summer and three months of, like, spring slash winter or something. And yeah. then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gone now. That's all over. Exactly. So what have you been up to lately, man? I I, I don't feel like I – well, I mean you, you called in on Saturday and everything, but I don't think – I don't feel like we've talked for a while. What's been going on? Uh, same old uh, stuff for a while. I like uh, – I don't know. I'm having an issue right now with uh, finding a car. Oh. My, uh, my car finally – like took a crap gave up the ghost yeah i mean it's actually still running and like i thought i thought i had got it and i was i went to pick up my daughter today and like then all of a sudden like i was in the middle of the highway doing 10 miles an hour and i couldn't like i was in the middle of the intersection oh (laughs) Oh, my god (laughs) like i couldn't even like the light it took me the whole time that the light changed to get across the intersection (laughs) i had that happen once our car just like completely died. I like I'm at the light and I'm like I got to keep going. It was one of those cars you just had you couldn't hit the lights, right? Because then it would just stop. And I hit the light and I'm like, oh no, this isn't gonna be good. I can just tell it starts <laughs> making the noise. 
And I went and it stopped and I was in the middle of the thing. People are honking at me. I'm like, you're honking. Do you think this was a decision on my part? <laughs> right. Like sit in the middle. Of- <laughs> it was like the busiest intersection. Clearly, this was premeditated. Clearly, I decided to pull out of the shady gas station and stop in the middle of the road. That's exactly what I wanted to do. <laughs> That's just what you do with life. You stand in the middle of the intersection going, oh. Exactly, exactly. All the Georgia rednecks are starting to look at me funny and all that. I'm like, I just kept going. I'm like, I don't care what the light looks like. I'm just going to keep trying to go. Turn it on, exactly. turn it on and go. <laughs> Yeah, luckily I made it home. Well, that's yes, that's a good thing. So, how, how much? How, what's your budget for a car? Why are you trying to sell I've them? I probably off? got about two thousand left from my uh, uh, taxes, so I just have to. Nice. Been, how I, much I, did you make last year? No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that to him. Not enough. <laughs> May well, I recommend a scooter? Huh? May I recommend a scooter? He has kids that he he just told you he picked up his daughter. What's she going to do? Hop on the back you of the what? scooter? What she will not you, do that. You I spend, can promise you. Spend you. <laughs> You spend twelve hundred on the scooter, then you spend like a hundred on a, a like a Red Rider, uh, you know, pull wagon, and then strap <laughs> it to the back of the scooter. And there, it's a scooter for two. No, 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 it's safe. No, if you're gonna do anything, you get that girl a card, and she can Uber everywhere. Like that's what you're doing. <laughs> you don't put her in a Red Rider cart. <laughs> get her, you know, get yourself a scooter. Get her a bike. She can trail behind. You know. Oh my goodness! No, I gracious. just I just need to make it to a lot. I just yeah. it's been, I've been busy. My boss has let me bring the the truck, like the car work, you know, car work truck. Jesus, um, <laughs> uh, back and forth to work from work and whatnot. So well, that's least- but uh, well, yeah, it is nice until he finally came to me today and was like, yeah, you're gonna have to give me if uh, after this week if you want to keep using it, it's gonna be two hundred fifty dollars a month. Mm. And so, like, at that point, it's like, well, I might as well just go get a car. Make a payment on something. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's nice that he's done it and it's nice that he's offering that, but, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, it gets you there. It'll get you to the lot, basically. Right. Yeah, right. It's like he gave it to you so that you would come to work. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. (laughs) It was self-serving. And more or less, it's just I got to find the time to be able to do it. And like Bill was saying, now that, you know, quote unquote season is here, it's kind of difficult to find the time to do so. Right. Yeah. And by the way, Bobby, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just trying to get help other Anne Marie. Uh, she said all of her Hangout apps aren't working. Like none of them. Mm. I had an issue with mine for a, for a moment, uh, you know, before I came on. But Interesting. I, you know. yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I mean, uh, other Anne Marie, if you're listening, maybe you could try updating your app too. Maybe that oh, might help. Oh, that might help. Yeah, sometimes sometimes they get a little wonky. Or it's the fact that the, it's negative seventeen Celsius in mm-hmm. Canada. Maybe, maybe the the, the lines the cold, are the, the lines snow. are too cold for the signal to get out. Dun 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 dun. dun. I don't know. Whatever I got, it's like eighty five here. <laughs> so uh, so uh, Bobby. Yes. Uh, what, what have you been watching lately? What have I been watching? Um, I don't think I've been watching anything new. I mean, I watch Agents of Shield. The, the three, the few shows I watch all the time are uh, Gotham. <laughs> you watch uh, that? Oh, we do a podcast about that. You should, <laughs> you should participate. Wait, wait, dude, dude, we do a podcast about that too. That's awesome. And we, uh, send a voicemail uh, or something. Come on. <laughs> A- Agents of Shield, uh, Goldbergs. Goldbergs, I've heard good things about. I haven't watched it, but I've heard good things. I've been watching it since it came on. I really like that show. 
Um, I've heard heard it's a slightly mediocre Wonder Years. It's it's more of a like yes, it it definitely has a Wonder Years feel to it. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, and it's not quite as you know, it's it's, it doesn't have the the oh god, I don't know if I want to say drama, but I don't know, it just doesn't have what Wonder Years had. But it is definitely that type of show. Uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I have heard really good things about yep. that. I've I seen keep some wanting good clips to... from that, too. Yeah. In my opinion, if you like musicals, it's a it's a pretty good show. Especially, you know, humorous musicals. Well, that's definitely something we should be watching then. Because, well, we sing all the time, don't we, then? <laughs> We're <laughs> always first, making... This is, our shows are musicals. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's all I've been watching, honestly. Yeah, oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn very good. If Rebecca shows up, I, there you go. You, you guys will definitely have to have a conversation on that. Yeah, I just saw Batman v Superman the other day. Oh, did you? Did you? <laughs> I hadn't heard. I I actually uh, I saw that on your was it like your Twitter feed? You said something about it. What was that? I think you tweeted something about Batman vs Superman because I know you saw the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I mean, what I've been tweeting about that honestly is is like me vaguely saying that you know I don't quite understand you know like just because you don't agree with someone doesn't mean your brain you know I just I hate the criticism about the criticism of the film. Yeah, that's what I hate about it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I know Bill loves the movie. I know, uh, and if you don't, I hate you, Bobby. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> awesome drink. Drink. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I, I'm, I haven't seen Star Wars yet, and so I picked up the Blu-ray, or you know, ordered the Blu-ray. It'll be coming tomorrow. More power to nice. you. Nice, nice. You know what I've been watching that I've been really enjoying lately is a uh, it's a Hulu series uh, with James Franco. It's called Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. It's based on a novel by Stephen King. It's about a I've dude. Been yeah, but uh, you know, hey, how, how the old time travel hope trope is, uh, you know, travel back in time to kill Hitler. Mm-hmm. This guy travels back in time to stop Lee Harvey Oswald from killing JFK, mm. and uh, he he arrives like three years early, and it's kind of just about so how like he figuring out what to do. Yeah, well, I, the, the, like the the main thrust of most of the episodes of the series is him figuring out if Lee Harvey Oswald is actually the guy who did it, uh. and then he kind of figures that out, and it kind of spirals out from there. I really should watch that. But a uh, really good book by Stephen King, and I think a really decent adaptation. Like I actually like a lot of the changes they made. Like yeah. I think it makes it a slightly stronger story oh, in general. Yeah, but really good overall. Yeah, really disturbing in parts, but really good. I mean, I've been Expected. enjoying that. Yeah. I'm really impressed by some of the shows that Hulu. In fact, Hulu specifically because there's a few shows. Uh, Casual. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, that was. Uh, I watched that uh, last a few months ago. Um, I don't think so. It's, I don't think I've seen it's, it. It's on there still. It's this weird. It's a Hulu original, and it's this like weird family dynamic where like a brother and a sister live together uh the 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 daughter lives with the mother and she's you know broken up for the husband and then like the brother and sister are like really really close so close that it like screws up their personal relationships (laughs) it's not like uh galavan and uh what's her name creepy but it's Mm -hmm. i mean they just get a little too too close right yeah um and difficult people. I really like difficult people. Uh, Billy Eichner. Do you guys know who Billy Eichner is? Yeah, Billy on the Street, right? Yes, yes. He has a show with one of his uh, comedian friends. I can't. Uh, Julie Klausner, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
they have a show called uh, Difficult People. It's a pretty good show, and it's just been you, picked up for a second season. You know who his roommate was, don't you? No. Robin Lord Lord Taylor. No. Penguin you, from Gotham. Are you serious? Yeah, and, you know, just to keep it com- wrapping back around itself again, you know who's in a new Hulu series. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. A friend of the show, Vicky, Victoria Cartagena, uh, she's in Aaron yes. Paul's new series. Yep. What, what's she, oh, she's on, uh, it's the, called The Path. The Path, yes. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to check that out. I, I was bugging her for months, but I know you're working for me. What is it? Tell me. She's like, I'll tell you later. And then she tweets. <laughs> and then she tweets, and I'm like, okay. Uh-huh, now we know. Yeah. No, that, that should be pretty exciting to see. But okay. yeah, I've been really, uh, Man in the High Castle, I've been wanting to see. I saw that, I, I watched the first, like, three episodes of that, and then I kept falling asleep through, like, the fourth one. So yeah. I haven't got back to it. Yeah. Uh, just, That's uh, what but, you do, though. Yeah, I do. I, I start watching shows, and I fall asleep about halfway through them pretty much every time. If you make it halfway through. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Other Emory is going to give it one more shot. Um, Angel uh, says she's tried watching the second season of Daredevil, but uh, just can't get into it. I, I, I've watched the last 10 minutes of the first season of Daredevil. <laughs> And that's all I've seen. I watch things that nobody else watches, but are have been on forever. So you watch the Gilmore Girls every night. No, I don't. Over I finished my rewatch again. of that. Thank you very much. I'm currently rewatching Downton. When are you going to start start the new rewatch? The new rewatch of what? Gilmore Girls. No, no, I'm good until after <laughs> the new episodes come out. Thank you very much. I am good. That's always with the oi. What was that? You oi with yourself. the oi. Uh, <laughs> oi with the poodles already. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess you know, I, 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 I was, I, I was waiting a couple minutes yep, to yep. see, see if uh, anyone else showed up, but I guess no one else was going to show up. But okay, so I wrote a uh, TV pilot, uh, kind of aimed at like uh, in Amazon or Netflix or something like that, mm-hmm. called Infinite Tina. Uh, the first episode is called The Empty Place Where Love Should Be, mm-hmm. and uh, I just finished it. I finished the uh, edit. Last night, and uh, I have the first person to have read it here. Which, by the way, if, oh, that's uh, me. Yeah, if, if you want to be a beta reader, uh, anybody, uh, just shoot me an email, Bill at universebox.com, and I'll uh, hit up a script over your way. But uh, Anne Marie, you've read my pilot. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't tell me what you thought about it. I wouldn't it. tell you too much, and then you kept pestering me, so I did tell you things. But minus, minus one or two minor points. Uh, uh-huh. But you wouldn't tell me too much. Yeah. Until. This live stream. So. Right, because it's more fun for me that way. So what did you think of Infinitina? Well, you know what? Actually, I should probably just go ahead and give like the pitch. Yeah, yeah, give the pitch, please. Okay, so Infinitina, it's basically a quantum leap in the multiverse. Uh, this girl named Tina Infantino, uh, she has a really bad day. She finds this phone in her dresser, and this phone gives her access to the multiverse. And uh, she starts kind of tripping through, uh, you know, all these alternate realities, becoming different versions of herself. Uh, you, you know, it's a very high concept, very uh, uh, yeah, almost procedural, I guess, because uh, every yeah, a little bit. every episode will be a completely different setting, a completely different story, just you know, like Quantum Leap. Yep. Uh, but uh, that that's the basic premise. And in the pilot episode, uh, she transitions into a world where uh, everybody has everybody in America, at least, has the ability to read minds. And it, it's also kind of a, a retro sort of society. Yeah, kind of. But not completely. Yeah, not completely. I, there was, with it a was bit conflicting. Of a twist. Yeah, but but it, it's kind of like a very like fifties nuclear family kind of but not. society, except for wives ish, but not. But, not. Uh, but so, what did you think, Amory? I like it. I mean, you know, everything considered, I helped you 
concept the entire thing. So there's that. Yeah. I'm a little bit biased. <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed um, – I enjoyed Tina. I enjoyed um, most of the main characters. I've already voiced my opinions on the, the ones I don't really particularly like. But mm-hmm. you like that I don't like them. So <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> um, I like all the flashbacks. You know, I don't typically like. Well, why don't you describe some of them? To um, well, there's one that goes back to a college uh, theater class, so that's fun because <laughs> I read it in the person's voice because I knew exactly who it was. Yeah, the professor's very much based on our, our professor, professor from uh, from college. From college, um, I could see everybody like this. Is just how I think of it. I was like, I could see probably all but one character in my uh, mind reading it, and they weren't really described. Mm-hmm. Just based on the little descriptions we do get, because uh-huh. you don't really go into what people look like mm-hmm. in any of your directions. Um, I don't know. So my brain automatically already pictured them. Of course, I picture myself as Tina because that's what you do when you read things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I had points earlier, but I, most of my points we already talked about mm-hmm. and you well, didn't want me to talk about. Well, no, no, I didn't say I didn't want you to yes, talk you about them. No, no, you can talk about them because uh, uh, well, I... I there's one character I don't like and I feel like a lot of people won't like them and mm-hmm. not just because of what the character is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get a little spoilery if you want. That's fine. Like No. No? No. I'm good. Ask me direct questions. I'm you don't want to go there? I don't want to go there. Okay. Uh, no. Who was your favorite character in the thing? Mm, Tina. Tina? Tina. Yeah. Like, what did you like about her? Um, I like her sass. I like her attitude. I um, like the way she handled the situation. Um, however, I thoroughly enjoyed all the flashes in her head, basically, mm-hmm. of past um, transitions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed, like, she was a quick thinker. Like, she had to figure out a way to block um, the mind reading mm-hmm. thing. And I enjoyed the way she blocked it. So, there you go. Very cool. What, what did you think of, of Vicky? Because uh, the smartphone is- uh, that, that she uses to traverse the multiverse mm-hmm. is uh, named Vicky. And it very much has a personality all, all, all her own. Um, I absolutely loved um, the guest setting, mm. the guest setting that they did, um, and that she completely missed the entire thing. Yeah. That yeah. she's she's supposed to be the guiding force, and <laughs> she didn't guide a Gerstern thing. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, are you ready for your adventure? And she's like, I did that already. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... She, did, she didn't have a huge role, so a lot yeah. of it was the search for her. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, part part of it. Too, I don't know what is spoiler and what's not spoiler. No, so. you can you can say whatever because I mean it's not like you know people are interested in this because they don't know about it. So okay, but uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm like I feel like I don't know it. No, but I mean I don't I don't think uh, plot point would be a spoiler at okay. this point. Gotcha. Um, let's see here. Uh, what because it's kind of uh, the pilot functions as. It has the origin story in it, mm. but it's not really an origin story. It's kind of she's been Tina has been doing this uh, for a couple months now, mm-hmm. uh, or a few months now, and so she's been on a lot of different adventures. And but then throughout the course of the story, uh, she the has beginning. to kind of reveal her origin story. So, what did you think of of kind of the setup and all that kind of stuff? I like the origin. I like mm-hmm. the origin story because I didn't know it. You'd never. Um... 
given me any indication of the way that that went down. Mm-hmm. And if you did, I forgot about it. Um, ba- basically what happens... I was uh, getting there. Okay, go ahead. Um, is she breaks up with her boyfriend and her parents have basically given her an ultimatum. You're either going to do X or you're going to do Y. And you're going to do X. That's not really a choice. You don't really have a choice. And she's packing and finds Vicky in her zebra bra, <laughs> which she gets judged for by a phone. Um... <laughs> And I don't know. I just, um, I like that Vicky's like, okay, so this is what we're going to do now. I was made specifically for you. And you just sort of go, how did, how did, the, how did the phone get there? Mm-hmm. But she doesn't really question it, which I think is kind of fun. Cause she's just like, you know, my life's already flipped upside down. Let's go. My life got flipped, turned Turn upside, upside down. down. Uh- <laughs> I also enjoy the, um, she was presented with a wall of text and just hit accept. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is my <laughs> life. I do that yeah. every time there's an update on anything. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Where do I click accept? And so we can update and move on and all that. I also will say that, uh, Michael Lucero, what, another one of our constant listeners, I know. Uh, does we're- get a little bit of a shout out. He does get a name check. Yeah, uh, there, there's a, there's a, there's a strategy that mm-hmm. uh, Tina uses to overcome uh, the mind control or the mind reading people, uh-huh. and uh, it involves singing a jingle from a, a uh, car dealership called Lucero Auto. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like that. I actually expected um, more Easter eggs. Did you? I expected more Easter eggs. Well, I'm sure if you know it, it gets picked up to series, if it gets picked up to series or something, there will be more Easter eggs. But I, you know, the reason I wanted to discuss it one, I want some more beta readers on it, I yeah. want some more eyes on it. So, like I said, it, if you want to read it, um, you know, uh, bill know. at universebox.com, I'll send you a copy. Mm-hmm. And I'd also like to do a streamed live reading before I submit it to the places I'm going to be submitting it to mm-hmm. uh, to kind of, you know, workshop it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you'd be interested in that, in playing a character, um, go ahead and shoot me an email too. Let's see. Uh, what are the main characters? We have Tina Infantino. Tina, John, is that his name? Jack. Jack. Jack, who's kind of uh, this 40s uh, kind of, yeah, jerk he's for the a, most he's part. He's a jerk. Uh, v- Andre, very, uh, very like, th- think uh, the dad from the Wonder Years at his worst moments. Really? That's, not how I pictured him. Not how you pictured him? Nope, not at all. Mm, that's fair. Not at all. I mean, no, I actually pictured him a little older than mm. that. Yeah, then there's Andre, who's... Who I never actually pictured as being Jack's friend <laughs> at all. I, I saw... Oh my goodness! This is exactly what I pictured. Uh, Fuller House, mm-hmm. Kimmy's husband. Kimmy's that's husband. what I pictured with Andre. I can totally. That's a completely correct interpretation. That was Andre. That that's kind of the the, that's the a, vibe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. And, okay. The, and then there's a uh, Lana Kincaid who who's a, a therapist at, or a counselor at a, a government agency that kind of deals with uh, the metaphysical, supernatural kind of aspects mm-hmm. of things. Very strong headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, uh, very business by the book. And, uh, then there's, uh, what's her name? Georgette. Georgette. Yes. I hate Georgette. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, I, I'm just going to say that she's very much modeled on the Georgette character from Mary Tyler Moore show. So if, uh, a little ditzy, she's pretty ditzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a little more ditzy than I'd like even. And Vicky, the phone, who's a very much a smart aleck. Um, very, very snarky, uh, sort of thing. So if, in, if you'd like to play any of those parts in our live reading, you know, let me know too. Uh, over in the chat room, uh, let's see here. Uh, Angel T says it sounds awesome. Multiverse is always particularly interesting. Uh, Bobby says, "Well, Bobby's here. He, he's he here, be. but he's not here." 
Okay, I've always enjoyed multiverse stories, Elseworlds, What If, and Exiles and Sliders. And uh, then Angel T says, I I just enjoy the concept of the the different possibilities that are out there, and every choice creates a new universe. There's actually a big speech about that. There is in the uh, in the in the thing. There is Bobby's messing with his camera. And there is Bobby. Where's Bobby? Bobby. Lady J doesn't know. He's just waving. (laughs) What do you think, Lady J? Does it sound fun? Does it sound interesting? It sounds interesting. Um, it may, it just may not be my, uh, Come my medium. See. Yeah. I, I like, as soon as he said quantum leap, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <gasps> you don't like quantum leap? <gasps> I was never really, like, particularly interested in it. Um, uh, I, I think I tried giving it a few college tries and it just hasn't yeah. really stuck. Uh, um, but okay. I'm, I'm more interested in this as far as a, um, Shermaner aspect and learning from that and, and hearing about that that's something i'm very much interested in learning i mean i've got a couple of books that i've been reading but um i'm looking at it more of a technical and logistical standpoint of how how do you in 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 like everything the ins and outs um that maybe books can't tell me yeah. well, well uh if, if you want to know how i went about this whole process it's I, been about 20 years no it's it's been, <laughs> it's been about a year and a half because bas- basically oh, that's right tina's only a, that was dog boy that would be about 20 years now yeah uh, but i i have actually i have a hundred thousand word uh, book of Infinite Tina written right now. I don't have it edited or anything, but uh, it's basically the first uh, like five adventures I uh, kind of serialized out. Uh, but then I, I got through writing all that, and I realized, it, and because uh, some advice from some people who have worked with uh, companies like Amazon and stuff uh, that they gave to me, I realized you know I was trying to write this book as a TV series as in a book so I could self-publish <laughs> and kind of push it out how I've done Dog Boy and everything. And then I realized, why don't I just write it as a TV series yep. and try and sell the script? Yep. But I, I mean, I like I said, I have basically the first season written already. And I just kind of adapted that into the, the uh, pilot script. And I also have a, a series Bible, which has uh, the first five seasons or so Not laid yeah, out. I was, I was about to say that's kind of what I'm in, in developing for Murphy is I've been working on kind of developing the series Bible. I already um, have projected out how long I want the series to run, no more than about seven seasons. I only want six to about nine episodes a season mm-hmm. i can maybe stretch as far as 12 but um that's a really long tv series or a seven series. seven seasons and 12 episodes at max um oh, I'm, yeah. I'm i'm not looking for this to be a long-running american model and i don't like the american model of television i've really come to appreciate like short mm-hmm. seasons that you can maybe digest in a day and a half if you're really gonna hope yeah. for it um and i've come to the conclusion of which episodes are going to be repeated through season because it's it's a fast food joint so there's things you expect um yeah. mystery shoppers health inspector and um the uh reviews everyone loves the evaluations that you get <laughs> every year <laughs> so that's that there's an episode of that in there so we have some some familiarity and comfort and I've been spending most of my time getting to know my main five characters, and I've come to realize I hate their general manager as much as they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good sign. That's definitely a good sign. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, v- very good. Very good. And, yeah, like, that's kind of a... My my approach with Tina too is that uh you know I I, I want to do like five episode seasons or so but uh each uh it's like, like one solo story and then two two parters set in the same world. It's kind of like Sherlock where you have like these really meaty episodes and then like we're waiting years for the next season. 
Mm. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Hopefully, definitely. we're not waiting here. I'm going to take twenty. Every season, we'll have a twenty year break in between. Whole and, new casting every time. And I'll, I'll come. I'll come back after the 20 years, do one episode that does a really cool concept but doesn't really add to the overall storyline except for the last five minutes, you know. Oh, the Christmas special. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So so basically we'll just – you know, you hire a new set of writers at a writer's room each time that will just sit there and throw darts on the dartboard and figure out which looks good today. Yep, exactly. pretty much. But it will start a Benedict Cumberbatch as well, Infinite there Tina. There you go. There you go. There you That's go. all you need. I have had enough of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> I almost don't want to watch Doctor Strange. I was hoping I, for Ewan McGregor. I, no, I was hoping for Walking Oscar Isaacs. Isaac. Who? Oscar, I, Oscar Isaac. I could see that. I, anyone but Benedict Cumberbatch. I just like it's like I don't hate the guy. I've just had enough of him. Yeah. I, like everyone kind of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wanted Weird Al as Doctor Strange. That would have been nice. <laughs> so, Bobby, uh, after after we've given the Infinite Tina presentation, do you have any thoughts? Because I mean, we we kind of gave you. I kind of gave you the short pitch when you came over here back in August. I think I do remember. Yes, yes. Um, first of all, I just want to say that I do, uh, Lady J. I forgive you for not liking. Quantum Leap. It was a very late <laughs> early '90s show, so I, I I will forgive you for that. But it is awesome and it is great. So revisit it. I'm sorry. I'm telling her to revisit it. Oh, <laughs> go watch the episode where he's the space monkey. That's all I'm going to say. Or anything or where ep- he's a woman. Or the episode where he goes back to stop Lee Harvey Oswald from killing Kennedy. That yeah. is a fantastic, uh, fantastic <laughs> three parter for sure. Um, yeah, it was episodes. Anyway, um, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, it sounds very interesting. I'm very into multiverse things. Um, I definitely want to read it. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, shoot that over. You're on the um, mailing list. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that was probably a given, though. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, you know, if there's if there's a a part in there for me to read, I'll do that as well. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you know what? I think there might be a part for you, Bobby. I'm gonna let Amory cast it. Amory's my casting director. It depends on who else wants to read, because we only need two guys. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, there three are- guys. Yeah, well, there, there are like, uh, you know, those are the main characters, the people we mentioned, but there are some ancillary parts too. So I feel like he's not ancillary though, but I don't know which yeah. one he is. Mm. <laughs> See, I don't know. I think Bobby's I hate to say he has to be Jack. No, I, I was gonna say I think Bobby's too nice to be Jack. I think he's too nice to be Jack, but he's not smarmy enough to be Andre. It's hard to say. Hard to say. Well, you know what? I, I don't picture him as. Uh... The dark, like the the black hair and the smarmy and the mm-hmm. accent. I don't see that because it's Bobby. What part do you think I should play? The director. Yeah, I'm the stage directions. Yeah, definitely. you're the stage directions. <laughs> you don't get the real part. I'll be the stage directions and any ancillary male characters like uh like uh, Riley, Riley and Delroy. Oh, Delroy. Yeah, I I don't know if anyone really follows the thread of me dropping the name Tim Delroy into things, Everywhere. but uh, there's a character named Tim Delroy. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's that. But see? yeah, it should be fun. It should. Like like I, I I think doing a live reading on on the uh, the old hangouts or something would be a really really fun thing to do yeah. and kind of a it would be nice to get it up on its feet kind of before I send it off to uh, Amazon yeah and uh, blacklist and stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good time it would be good stuff it would be cool. have you heard of, like the blacklist readings I I don't know if I've heard of I, I I've heard of blacklist I don't know if I've heard of blacklist readings there's a podcast called blacklist readings mm-hmm. where they take 
you know, the scripts from the blacklist and whatnot and, and have people like Paul Shear, June Diane Raphael, Rob Hubel. Uh, they have people like that, uh, read, uh, the scripts, mm-hmm. but do it almost as a radio play with like, you know, uh, stage direction and sound, uh, sound effects and different things like that. Oh, that would, See, that's fun. Like, I, I would love that. Uh-huh. That'd be awesome. That'd be kind of awesome. Yeah. And I know Anne Marie was asked, talking about looking for podcasts before, so there's another one. I like it because every single one that's been recommended, I've downloaded one episode and I'm just going through them this week because I'm like, I need something new. Mm-hmm. I've listened to like the same five podcasts on and off for the past couple years, and I'm like, okay, guys, I can <laughs> only deal so many of the same. <laughs> With the blacklist table reads, they've done like I think four or five different scripts, mm-hmm. and um. Each one they'll do, they'll break it into three or four different episodes, okay. um, and then they'll also re-release it as just a whole one at the end. But then at the end of it, they also interview, or I believe that I think they do it at the end of each one, but I know they do it at least once or twice. Uh, interview the writer of said blacklist script. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be funny. That, that, that's definitely uh, one of the places I'm targeting is it? Uh, with this. I don't yeah. know what blacklist scripts is. Uh, okay. Blacklist, it's basically, uh, I think it's like 25 bucks uh, for a month. And, oh, okay. and you basically post your script and it's pretty much guaranteed to be read by agents and oh. uh, industry professionals and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to submit over to uh, Amazon, which uh, a, a, a guy, the guy who taught me how to screenwrite basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a series produced by Amazon. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, uh, Gordon McGibbon's Life on Normal oh, Street. Yes. And uh, he, uh, you know, he, he just has kind of been putting it out there on Twitter and he mentioned to me several times, you know, that they're looking for hour long dramas right now, which is part of the reason I kind of like got Try off my butt. Yeah. And finally I wrote the Tina Pilot script. But yeah. I'm going to submit for that and they have 45 days to approve or reject. Okay. And so I figure it, but it's not exclusive. So what I'm going to do is halfway through that period, days, yeah. I'm going to submit over to blacklist and maybe get some agents interested. So. That would be lovely. This is weird too. Cause it's kind of like the first it, time you're vocalizing all this. Well, yeah, but it's also a world I used to be really into steeped in because I lived in LA. I worked at Acme literary agency as a script reader. Like basically people would send in scripts. I would read scripts like the one I'm trying to send out now and I kind of write a little book report on them called coverage Mm -hmm. and approve or reject them. And I was working out there as a, while I was working out there doing that and I, I was doing some other stuff, but I, I was also trying to make it as a screenwriter. I actually did make a sale uh, back in the, those days, but uh, that, that didn't pan out because I had to come back uh, right wah, when things were wah, starting to really heat wah. up. So it, it's it's definitely an inter- interesting to kind of dipping my toes back in the water after being self-published for the past couple of years and kind of dealing with that world. Yeah, so. I, th- I think you need the non-self-published world. Yeah. I'm yeah. not enough promotions for your things. <laughs> I try, but I've saturated the market. People are sick of me sharing things. People are, people are <laughs> sick of Dog Boy. Yes. <laughs> I actually still have one Dog Boy book left to write. No, you don't. Well, at some point I do. No, you don't. <laughs> Not a fan. I'm sorry. It's all right. I've read okay. them all. I, I like that you hated Dog Boy and you like Tina. 
Oh, I don't cool. like Tina. I love Tina. I will say, but I helped you know come up with it. Mm-hmm. I came up with half the worlds. Mm-hmm. Who's that? I, I I will say that uh, anyone interested in reading Infinite Tina uh, because it's the book? Uh, well no uh, the screenplay, oh. uh, but I guess the book too. But uh, versus Dog Boy, which was kind of PG, maybe dancing over PG thirteen. There is a ton of cursing in this. There is a ton of sexual innuendo in this. There's a ton of. Uh, this Everything is not this. meant for NBC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if, if that kind of stuff bothers you... You might not want to read it. Yeah, you might not want to read it. Just as a fair warning. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. So, Bobby. Yes. Uh, do, do you have Molnir within your have, reach? Hold on. <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Bobby's going for the mystical... Nice. Nice. <laughs> Baby Molnir. So small only you can lift it. <laughs> very nice i like i like that you had that right at the ready though <laughs> it'd be cooler if i had just like right there yeah, like, well right. now that's where it's gonna have to live so no actually ready. i think it would have been better if you just pulled it out of your beard <laughs> <laughs> i just trimmed that today <laughs> did you did well, that's what obviously that's why it wasn't in there. My friend was like, "Hey, you you you're starting to look like Zach Galifianakis." And I was like, "Okay, oh. it's in the beard." Yeah. And you're like, "Problem?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Angela says in the chat room, so it's more of an F- FX or HBO show. I'd say even HBO over FX. Like, yeah, definitely HBO over FX. There's there there's a fair amount of f bombs. Yeah, fair amount. Yeah. You got to pay for that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pay for the F-bombs. You gotta pay for those F-bombs. Exactly. You can't just like drop them wherever you want. 15 cents an F-bomb. <laughs> so. Three for 30 cents. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Anne-Marie. Bill. You pick the next topic. Oh, I'm so bad at this game. I like this game though, because you're so bad at it. It's fun. But then I'm random. I feel really weird. Um, That's because you have no, no pressure. I haven't drank enough. I finished off the other bottle before opening this bottle. Okay, you know what? Swerve, Bobby, you pick the topic. Yay! Okay. Have you listened to any of those podcasts yet? Uh, yes, Sam? I have. Yes. Which ones? I listened to Beautiful Anonymous, and I absolutely loved it. Um, I listened to... It was about Sinatra. I can't remember what it was called, though. Stuff you should, um, It was the one about pop culture, um, but, like, things in the past that you should remember. Hold on. Where's my Twitter feed? Uh, you must remember this? Yes, you must remember this. Yes, I just finished that one before we went on. I enjoyed that, but Sinatra, so, of course, I'll, I, like, huge Rat Pack person. Um, yeah, because I got recommendations from you, from one of my three-day people, and from Michael Lucero, and I just went and downloaded one of each of them. Right. So, let me see, what did I do? Yeah, I did the You Must Remember This and Beautiful Anonymous. So, yes, I read, I listened to both of yours. Um, <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed, I couldn't remember who recommended them all. I was like, who's sending me things? Um, cause I listened to, uh, the Rand baby today. Rand baby. <laughs> you didn't listen. Oh, that was the newest one on beautiful anonymous. Mm. Oh, oh, I haven't, I, I haven't caught up on those yet. I've only listened to the first two or three, but okay. after listening to the first one, I just like fell in love with it. And it, it, it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, Oh God, what was the name of it, Bill? Um, the one you did that you only did like six episodes of. Old oh, Wide Web? yeah. No, no. Hey, you, what's up? Oh, hey, you, what's that's up? That's why when you said it, I was like, oh, that's fun. We sort of used to do that thing. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like that, but it wasn't. But oh, it wasn't. Like, yeah, it was yeah. More it's, than... it, I mean, it's, it's akin to that, but it's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. It goes, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it totally goes just, from into left field from there. Absolutely. This one just went like all over the place. This guy who's 27, who sounded like he honestly was probably 45. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, he, he didn't sounded, sound 27. <laughs> he did not sound 27, but he was just so like hating his job. He had literally sat in his car and ate a yogurt, which we heard about six times that he ate this yogurt, before getting through to call on the podcast. Like, so basically for an hour and a half, he wasn't at his desk doing his work and not on his lunch break or anything. He said he's been trying to get fired for months. We were trying to suss out why he was so depressed and how to make him do these things. And like, (laughs) this guy was the best therapy ever. I'm like, I kind of want to call. But now that I know people I know, listen to it i can't call because i won't be anonymous because they know my voice oh he's a voice masker yeah please let me do that yeah call Uh, him bane call what call Call him as bane as bane yes um but no it was just it was so good surely i am anonymous I could bust out an accent. That would be lovely then, wouldn't it? No. No, probably not. I couldn't keep it up for the entire hour, though I've tried before. Yeah, I'll stop now. Pip, pip. I'm offensive (laughs) to British people. Right? See, I have this problem with accents, you know, sidebar. We were in line for Test Track, Mm -hmm. and the people behind us were from England. I have this thing, and I can blame my mother for it, and she will gladly take it. Um, she would talk to ac- talk in accents to us all the time, so we would all talk in accents back. It was we're weird. Um, but now whenever I hear an accent, I instantly pick it up and start talking in it, whether I know it or not. And I have to consciously not talk in the accent, which is really a problem because I watch a lot of British television. <laughs> <laughs> you can always tell what I've been watching by how I speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I had to talk to the children and be very careful not to talk to them in accents. And when I was at high school, I was staying with my grandmother and she had a person else, like her friend from England was there and it took everything in my power, every fiber of my being not to talk in a British accent to this woman. It was not, it was painful. It was a painful three days. Oh, uh oh, breaking news. Uh oh. Marianne from Gilligan's Island <gasps> is at an exclusive screening of the final episode of The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Why is this breaking news? Stop following her. That's weird. I, I, I follow Marianne from Gilligan's Island yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, you do. It's important. You're weird. It's important. I was always more of a Marianne than Ginger. Well, I was always yes. a Marianne more than Ginger, too. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was always more of a, a, a coconut. That's what we called ourselves. Uh, fans of the coconuts on Gilligan's Island. Seriously? Yeah. That's a cocoa nut. You can do anything with a coconut, according to Gilligan's Island. That's you can. very true. You can. Uh, you can build a nuclear reactor uh, mm-hmm. with a coconut. Right. Exactly. exactly. Nice. But you can't get off the damn island. <laughs> Unless you have the help of the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Don't forget. What an era. <laughs> The most magical era of television. It's fantastic. Seriously. Oh, my goodness. Gilligan's Island. Lady J, who was your favorite character on Gilligan's Island? <laughs> you know, I, I've watched Gilligan's Island, and I have to say, if I'm going to pick one, I might as well just pick Marianne. Marianne. Woohoo! Very so this is Team Marianne. Yeah, we have a Marianne consensus here on those. We never get a consensus on anything. <laughs> anything. Well, I mean, to be fair, Marianne was, like, the most... Normal? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. She yeah, was, and and she made those great pies too. The, uh, yeah. The coconut cream pies. <laughs> of course, they were coconut. 
Well, that's all they had. That's all they had. That's all they had. I, I, why did they never have the scene of uh, Gilliger, Gilligan and uh, the skipper going out hunting on the island and like bagging a tiger or something like that? There's tigers on islands? I guess. I feel like that's not a thing. Where else would tigers come I from? I don't know. I don't know where tigers come from. <laughs> I would guess there's animals on islands. I mean, there's got to be some animals on islands. Well, I there's, guess it, there's animals, but... Like, Hawaii's an island. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure there's some kind of beasts on there. Angel T in the chat room... I'm not familiar with Hawaii. So. Angel T in the chat room brings up a really good point. The Harlem Globetrotters seem to be able to do anything based on television that's in the 70s. True. Yeah, definitely. That's very, very true. Yep. Definitely. Uh, they can do no wrong. I mean, they helped out Scooby-Doo. To be, to be rude. They helped turn Gilligan's Island into a hot swinging resort. Um, Didn't they but, have their own cartoon show? I think they yeah, did have a cartoon I think they show. Did. I think they did. Yeah. What's the weirdest cartoon you remember, Bill? The weirdest cartoon I remember? Um, wasn't there one no. where where the Happy Days gang helped out like an alien, or there was like an alien with the Happy Days gang? Well, in the seventies, every TV show had. A a cartoon where they had an alien, and in fact, you could you could even go into the eighties because Punky Brewster had mm-hmm. uh, a cartoon with yes, an alien. That weird magical cat thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. I believe even Gary Coleman. Glomer. From Glomer was his cartoon. name. Who? Glomer, I think, was the the cat. <laughs> I name. think so. Nice pull, Bill. Nice Thank pull. you. Thank you. I have it all right up here. It's a wealth of useless knowledge up there. <laughs> but um, the weird, the, the two weirdest cartoons that come to mind for me are there was a cartoon named, I believe it was Hot, Hot Rod Teen or Teen Hot Rod or something like that, mm-hmm. where it was some kid who had crossed into some laser beams in a scientist's lab to where now whenever his body temperature rose or he got upset – he would turn into a hot rod. Nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, such a common uh, common plot device in the 80s and mm-hmm. cartoons and everything, though. Just like a teenager coming across like a laser that like does something to them. I wrote a book when I was in third grade about it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we all had to write a book for an assignment, and I wrote a book about some unicorn crossing over into a laser and becoming super you. Nice. That is awesome. You know what else? Uh, one of my favorite uh, series that used that plot device was a, a live-action TV, syndicated uh, TV series in the 80s starring Jerry O'Connell called My Secret oh, Identity. Identity. Which was great because he gets like in the first season he gets hit by the laser beam and he can kind of fly and kind mm-hmm. of has a little bit of limited super strength and then just kind of progresses from there. But it, he he has this really like maybe inappropriate relationship with this professor in his neighborhood. <laughs> like it's it, it's a it's a really entertaining series for sure. No, I, re- I remember the show. Hope is so sorry she forgot about the hangout tonight. You know what I'm going to do? She texted you. She texted me. <laughs> Uh, hold on. I'm going to call her. <laughs> oh, don't do that to her. She's probably a- – no, it's 10 o'clock. She's not at work. Yeah, she's not at work. She can't be at work. She's probably just leaving work or something. Yeah. Yeah, here, I was going to say – well, she was at um, the Sherlock convention this weekend. Why do you – she's not going to answer. She might. She just texted me. She, she Angel, might. if it was really weird, then you wouldn't remember watching it. <laughs> I don't remember It'd the weirdest thing. just be like some weird fever dream. Yeah. Hold on. Hope still. Hello? Hey, what's up, Hope? Oh, nothing much. I'm guessing I'm probably on the hangout right now, aren't Yeah, I? you are. You Sorry. Is a very good guess. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I totally forgot about it tonight. What? You could still hop in. I know. I just, uh, I don't know. 
I have so much to write because I was gone all weekend, so I don't have like any of my writing done for the week. Wait, hey, so, well, you know what, Hope? No excuses. We 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 got maybe fifteen minutes left in this thing. It's already halfway out of gas. Hop in the hangout. We'll, we promise you'll be out in fifteen minutes. Plenty of time to do writing. All right. Well, give me a second. I need to get to a quiet place because everybody in my house is watching the basketball March Madness championship. So there's like no quiet places in my house. But actually, I'm standing outside. This might be the best time to do it. <laughs> See, the thing nice. is, though, like, I, I, I would just keep you on the phone right now, but... No one else can you, really... You can't hear anybody else. I, everyone can hear you, but you can't hear anybody else. And it, it's just not the same. So go find a hiding place from the March Madness. Get into the April <laughs> April fun and uh, hop in the handout, okay? All right, I'll do what I can. Do what you can, which uh, what you can do is hop in the handout. He's had I have faith in you. Link, is the link just in my email? Just FYI? Uh, there is not a link in your email. There will be soon. Just send it All right, thank you. Okay. I, I yell into Bye. the mic as if she can hear me. Like, no, more I wanted to mention the other weird cartoon. Mm-hmm. Was you remember? Uh, oh, Rebecca Johnson. Hi, Rebecca. Hey. That went fifteen minutes. Huh. <laughs> we'll be on for another hour. Yay. What's up, Rebecca? But sorry, uh, Rebecca. We'll get you in a second. Actually, Bobby was just about to mention a weird cartoon. Oh, time man? for another cartoon. Sorry. Remember Mighty Man? Mighty, Mighty man? man. I'm not sure. It sounds it was, familiar. It was a guy in a polyester suit that would turn into an inch high superhero who, uh-huh. you know, like flew, had the same powers as Superman, like Mighty Mouse or something. Mm-hmm. But then his sidekick was a six foot tall dog that wore a a dog house on his face on his head. Where all you could see was his eyes through the doghouse, and his power was he—he he would take the doghouse doghouse off, and he was so ugly that it would make the bad guy pass out. That is incredible! Wow, <laughs> absolutely incredible. I—I need to. I remember uh, what was it? Uh, inch high private guy or inch high super inch guy? High, <gasps> inch high private eye. Inch high private eye. Wow. I do remember that for Teeny, sure. Teeny tiny super guy. Rebecca, Rebecca Johnson from Supergirl Radio, uh, who What's just up? joined us. Hey. What's up? Can What's you hear me all right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we can okay. hear you. Good. Uh, uh, I know what? Google Hangout has not been my friend before. Mm-hmm. Well, it's your friend tonight. So. Oh, good. Good. So what's the weirdest cartoon you remember? From your childhood. Oh. Yeah, exactly. There was one that I used to watch all the time in the morning, and I forget what it was called. It started with a B. It was about a cat, I think. I can't remember, like Bonkers or something. Bonkers was a Disney afternoon uh, show that they replayed in the morning. I might be able to do the that entire might be theme a... song from memory. No. Uh, no, you can't. I, re- I remember loving it. I don't know if it was oh, weird. Bonkers. But... <laughs> yeah, totally nuts. Mo- bonkers. Oh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Bonkers. Yeah, we're starting the show. Yeah, baby. Gotta go, go, go. Bonkers. Something. No lie. <laughs> he sings part of that all the time. Yeah. He always. It was bonkers. Yeah. He always is going bonkers. Mm. Totally nuts. Yeah, but it was basically it was basically like a sort of a Roger Rabbit premise where it was uh, humans and cartoon characters living in yeah, the same yeah. world kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that one. Wasn't he a cop or something? Yeah, he was a cop. Yeah, oh, I used to love it. I watched it all the time. <laughs> I think uh, some of my issues of Disney Adventures over here on this bookshelf probably have some bonkers comics in them. Oh, I'm Hand sure me a stack of them. I'll find one. Here you go. Find one. There's see, I have, I have like almost an entire collection of Disney Adventures books. That's cool. We have way too many of these. Cause... I remember when when I came over, you were saying that you were have, having those come in the mail or whatnot. 
Yeah, yeah, and they they finally came. Like, there's a Lion King cartoon or oh, a comic. Oh no, show. I win. The X Files, Timon and Pumbaa's alien encounter, the Mulder <laughs> mystery, five real life X Files. Here, here's here's a Gargoyles comic. Ooh. Oh God, I love Gargoyles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Talk about a mashup here. Okay, so we've got Aladdin, um, one of the monkeys from the Jungle Book, um, the raccoon from Pocahontas. Nico. Miko, thank you. I, I literally <laughs> saw it once and I hated it, so I never watched it again. Uh, I Timon have, I have and Sabrina, the teenage witch. Nice. All on the cover. A magic TV ride. You know what I think about that? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh good God. <laughs> also, ooh, Toy Story Secrets. Toy Story Secrets. I think we figured out all those secrets by now. Yeah. One definitely. would hope. Ooh, I've got a 3D issue. Nice. Does it have the 3D glasses still? Doubtful, but who knows? We, we were uh, we were talking about Brother Prey earlier, and I actually found my uh, DVD nice. set. Nice. I have it. Oh, the and, old. Uh, yeah, and it comes with Gotham Girls. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, okay, this is relevant to you people. Hanging with you the people. <laughs> you people. You people that you understand people. comic books. Okay. I think this it's like a relevant. racial slur or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you can say that. That's not politically correct. You can't just say you people. <laughs> My bottle of term. wine says otherwise. Hey, Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> oh, okay. dear. So well, it's hanging it with the X-Men, and it says super symbols. Think you know every superhero's trademark? Check your symbol sense on these superhero emblems. Answers on page 118. I honestly think I could do most of these, and that's pretty stinking rotten impressive. <laughs> so who do we have? Let's see. We have Batman, Captain America, Daredevil. What's the one with the four? I don't know. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic Four. But but it's, it makes it out to be that it should be a one person, not a four person. Fan four stick as a... Okay, sure. Wonder Batman. Woman, Superman, Flash. Is the R Robin? Yes. Yeah. The R is Robin. That's awful. Yeah. That's an awful logo. Uh, Spider-Man, what's the X in a circle? X-Men? Um, yeah. That's my guess. Ben? I don't know! It's the wheel from Professor Xavier's wheelchair. Ooh, this must be Thor, but that's not a, anything Thor I've ever seen. It's a hammer, like, coming at you. Uh, <laughs> and then at Green Lantern, yes, coming at you. Okay, so Hope is joining us. I just us. wanted to share. I'm sorry. I thought How's it was it going, Hope? Hi, Hope. Hey, Hope. Hi, Hope. She might still uh, be getting her AV squad stuff together so rebecca did you you went and saw batman v superman for the eighth time tonight i did i'm trying to get all the use out of my ultimate uh ticket that i can oh yeah because you have that ticket where you can go as much as you want to right yeah i can go once a day for as long as the movie's out and i can go see it in any format as long as it's at a regal cinema so that's pretty awesome. I've noticed I've noticed the 2D showings. There is a significant difference in being able to see as much of the screen because when you go to the 2D stuff, like when the the newscasts are on, like the CNN newscast where they have like hashtag Superman hearings, like part of that is cut off at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you go see it in IMAX, like you can see the full screen, of course. Oh wow! So there is there is a, a deficit when you go see it in 2D. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to keep going to see it in IMAX. So what 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 was something new you learned about the film seeing it the eighth time? Well, I finally saw well see now that I've seen it so many times, I'm looking for like the little details. Mm-hmm. So 
today I noticed that when Clark Kent is at the Daily Planet, his his Daily Planet uh, ID badges are on top of his keyboard, and I thought that was really cute. Nice. Um, and I've also been kind of contemplating Lex Luthor a little more because he talks about the problem of evil, and I think that's really ironic for him mm-hmm. <laughs> because he ends up becoming the most evil character in the story. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really fascinating, and of course all the, you know, uh, the Jesus allegory, and I've been kind of thinking about that, about how t- today I made the connection that if, well, if Superman is Christ, then maybe Batman is, you know, Saul of Tarsus who becomes Paul. And so I've been kind of kind of thinking more, you know, a, a little uh, more deeply about some of the, the things that are going on now that I know kind of all the story. And just oh, little, and just little, little things like that. Yeah, we're talking so, about Batman versus Superman. I came in at a terrible time, didn't I? Um, oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> How's it going? Have you oh, not seen it? I'll, I'll shut up then. No, I have no urge to see this movie. Oh, okay. yay! Someone else who shares my displeasure. <laughs> I the only thing I wanted to see from Batman versus Superman was I wanted to see Jason Momoa run around for two hours without a shirt on, and I heard he was only in the movie for about a minute, and I found a gift set on Tumblr, so I'm good. Jason, who? Steve. I was only uh, wanting to Aquaman. do this for Wonder Woman. Thank you. I only wanted to see it for Wonder Woman, and I have all the gifts as I ever need from this movie. So, <laughs> see, call me she call me beautiful. crazy and daft, but I wanted to see it for Superman and Batman. I did oh. want to see Batfleck because I love all of the Batfleck. Uh-huh. See, I'm not a big Ben Affleck fan, and I can't stand oh. Superman. So I have always I'm- loved Affleck. You know, I, I hope, sorry, we're going to kick you out of the hand. Kick her out. I was nice chatting with everybody. I'm pretty sure one of my points the other day was I don't like Superman, yeah. so. Well, the thing is, is like, this isn't even really Superman. Like, in Man of Steel, they took away everything that made Superman Superman. He can destroy yeah. the world in a blink, but he's a Boy Scout, and they took away his Boy Scout no. mentality. No. Every, everything I, that I'm makes the, Superman Superman the... didn't <laughs> exist yet. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> On my repeat viewing of Man of Steel, I actually found more of that in the character, Hope. Um, but I do agree it still wasn't, especially going into Batman v Superman, I don't feel, I didn't feel the hope there. But I know also that the story is supposed to be that, you know, may, you know the hope isn't there, I don't know, for some people. So, I mean, maybe in some way they're, I don't know. I, I'm... I- I work in a hey, okay. hey, guys, 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 I, I, I want to, I want to move away into something less controversial. Okay, death penalty. Thing? No. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I work in a comic book store, right? And every person, right. I, I have several customers that have come in and told me about like the movie, and every description they give me has been a different description. So I'm, it's like they saw five different movies. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. I'm not saying it was a terrible. Yeah, I, w- I would encourage you to go see it because it's it's definitely an experience. When like, it's not dollar you, theater, if I can find a good torrent. There is a good torrent. On hold on, opinion. hold on. I'm not even gonna waste a torrent. Oh, oh. Worth- wait. Are, are you not liking this movie without having seen it? Yeah. Oh, oh, it oh, oh. Back away from Batman v no. Superman. No, no. I'm very, I'm very, very much a person. I, mean, I, mean, like, I don't want to judge I'm something just, until just, I've seen it. Like yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah. But at the same time, like I don't have any urge to see it. So I'm gonna I wait till I can see it for free. You know what <laughs> I, I think we can all agree on the the legend. My life. Now, if it was Civil War, oh my God, I'm gonna be dehydrated from crying through that movie. Oh, that movie I'm not going to see. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to see that. That's really fine. I'll it see looked it like it was you. ripping off Batman v Superman. I'm okay. Okay. It looked like it was real. Oh. <laughs> hold on. Okay. Hold on. 
I think it's better. I'm not seeing Civil War either. I think Batman v Superman is not a terrible movie. It's definitely worth seeing. Uh, I don't think it's pure hot garbage. I just don't agree. With <laughs> now, if it's pure hot Jason Momoa, I'll be all over this. <laughs> you know what? I, I think we can all agree that if it was eligible, that uh, the Legends of Gotham coverage of Batman v Superman would receive at least a 95% rating on Rotten I Tomatoes. I totally pimped you guys out this weekend. What's that? I totally pimped you guys out this weekend because two of my friends, uh, they're part of uh, a, a podcast network, and they do a Gotham show. I was like, hey, you should totally listen to the Legends of Gotham. And they're like, we haven't heard of that one. So you might have new listeners. Oh, what, what's the, their Gotham show? I might know it. Their actual, their network is, let me pull this up because I should know this, but I don't off the top of my head. Uh, it's a T network, but uh, they have like, oh, it's Random T Podcasts, and they do shows for Gotham, Sleepy Hollow, like all sorts of things. Is it just like, uh, do they have a specific name for it? Because I might know I'm it if looking. you tell me the name. Cause I, keep I don't it. know off the top of my head, but they're Random T Podcasts. Okay. Random tea podcast. I keep abreast of all the Gotham podcasts because I, I like they're to know they're relatively new. So. I, I, I like to know the people that uh, are competition, but under us, but competition. Stop that! <laughs> Don't be that guy. Okay, they're unrelated. As I... competition, Bill. They're 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 on the same playing field, but we're at the end goal. That's okay. I can always beat you in Star Wars podcasts. So uh, go ahead. It's all yours. The DC team of podcasts are the best podcast as far as dc tv podcast and i can name like 12 star wars podcasts (laughs) (laughs) okay all i was just trying to say is a new comic book store opened next to our eye doctor and i went in there with london waiting for this guy over here and this woman came up to us and i was like this is this is hope this this is a hope I could, I like, she talked to me. I was like, it's like I'm talking to Hope. <laughs> she's got a few inches on her, but she's, that's Hope Ooh. with blue hair, but it works. So I just wanted to share that I had, I had a Hope moment this week. Are you sure it's not like my doppelganger? No, no, definitely not your doppelganger. Had, um, very similar personality and very Aww. good at engaging the small child They're- cowering behind me. Since you have a comic book store, there is a, a, a ongoing monthly Disney Princess comic, and it's oh. fantastic. It's they're all dorks in this comic. Like there's a moment where the fairies make Aurora a brand new dress, and it looks like shit because it's like five colors sewn together, and she's just like, "Oh my god, it's the most beautiful thing in the world." That is exactly something my daughter would say. And like, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely adorable. The best joke in the whole thing is the Grand Duke walks into talk to Cinderella, and he's like, "Oh, the people from the other countries are here, Cinderella." What what is this? And she has all her mice sitting on her, and she's like, "This is my advisory council." <laughs> so yes, I highly suggest that this Disney. You know, you know what else they have? They have a big Thunder Mountain Railroad comic book. Yes, and it's so yes. good. And they just started is Haunted it? Mansion. It's a Haunted Mansion's the yes. current one. Yes, nice. we were looking at that as well. There was it was nice. They had this entire setup in the front, like the very first thing was all kids comics, mm-hmm. and it was arranged. Like, little dudes who should not actually be touching a comic book through, I don't know, upper elementary. Like, it was aged properly by where they're, like... That's what we do be. in our store. Just I was, it, it would our make shelf, happy. we make sure the little babies can't see the top of the shelf, so... Yeah. I mean, if you went back, like, three feet, there was a whole different, you know, Harley's all by, woo, hello. But, um, yeah. So I just thought it was really interesting because he just kept pulling everything. Actually, I want to ask all the comic book people this. What do you think of the Suicide Squad uh, reshoots? They're spending millions and millions of dollars on reshoots because it wasn't funny enough. Okay. You know what? That story is out there. 
I think it's completely a rumor because there's no substantial. Yeah, where 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 did you get that source from? Warner Brothers. <laughs> no, like where, <laughs> where did that come? Where did it come from? Uh, there's I've seen Variety and Hollywood Reporter also talk about. It. Okay. Yeah, really? it was it was like several different things because uh, they they're spending millions of dollars of yeah about, because... about ten millions um, reshoots and all I have to say is you have to go back and add fun to Suicide Squad. You're doing it wrong. Exactly. Like I was like, you've already missed the point of the Suicide Squad. If you're having to put fun back into it, they said that all their jokes were in the trailer, and that's why the trailer looked more funnier than it was. And so it's actually because of Deadpool that they're having to go back and make this movie funnier. And that came from the uh, from a producer at Warner Brothers. Hmm. I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad. Me too. I, I I'm I I'm definitely seeing it for a couple of different characters, but I think it's 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 interesting that that's not the only time that I've heard fun being used for the DC Universe. Um, the director for Aquaman sat there and said, my movie's going to be fun. Like, Oh, thank God. I want to like, see fun like, Jason Momoa without a shirt on. Like, <laughs> like, basically, they said to expect some sort of swashbuckling adventure, so we're like <laughs> Aquaman of the Caribbean? I think the word fun has become overused and conflated. Okay. Okay. Well, they're, they're trying yeah, I was like, continue with that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know where... I mean, I don't know. I've had a few too many to drink. I'm probably... <laughs> um, Bobby's having fun. Overinflated fun right now. Well, what? I said Bobby's already <laughs> having overinflated fun right now. I don't understand this whole thing of, like, oh, all the Marvel DC... All the Marvel movies are fun and all the DC movies are grim. I don't understand that whole thing. Um... I do think there has been merit to the reviews of them saying that they're, you know, like it's more akin to Watchmen than Avengers. And if that's the movie that you want, then that's fine. I mean, you know, it's just that's not what I was looking for in in uh, it. I found it. I find it kind of ironic that Zack Snyder used Watchmen to like break down the whole superhero genre, the movie superhero genre, all of that. You know, just the way that the the comic did, and he did a great job of doing that. But I don't think I needed that from a Justice League movie or a pre-Justice League movie or whatnot. I, I actually read a really good review saying that there's a difference between fun and enjoyable. And so uh, this reviewer was saying that Watchmen, while it wasn't fun, quote-unquote, like you were saying, it was still enjoyable. So he didn't find Batman versus Superman enjoyable. Uh, okay, like I said. Like, a it, movie doesn't have to be funny to be enjoyable. I thought it was a good movie. You are uh, totally allowed. I just don't know, no, no, but but this is what I'm saying. It was a good movie. You have a fantastic beard like today. I as a Batman-Superman <laughs> movie because I didn't like the portrayals. But here we are again going back to that. You know I, what? Yeah, let's back away. Let's go back to Bobby's beard. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby you have a fantastic <laughs> beard today. Bobby, do you use conditioner in your beard? Yes. <laughs> Ah. I respect that. <laughs> I absolutely respect that. Mine's trimmed today, so you can't see very well. I condition too. I condition my beard hey, and my that. eyebrows. I, and I don't think there's any shame. You in condition that. your eyebrows? Maybe a little. What is wrong with you? Just slightly. Just a little. I mean, they are bad. long. I I reach over and I, yank gray I, I, hairs. I might on have her. a Supergirl question. Oh, I think, uh, I think we have. Someone. I think we have an expert I just with saw us. Rebecca's eyes light up. Yeah. No, because <laughs> Supergirl. Because of let me lead let me lead into this really quick because because of what's going to be happening with Arrow and who they're possibly killing off. Uh, they and by they I mean I believe it was I want to say it was Righty. I'm not 100 percent sure because I follow I follow them the writers and editors on Twitter. But 
They asked Greg Berlanti for Supergirl's finale if they could expect anybody to die, and he said yes. <coughs> so the question goes to who bites the bullet on Supergirl? Ooh. What do you think, Rebecca? I don't know that they've foreshadowed anyone to die. Um, I'm, that's a good question. The only thing he said was, was, and this was something that was echoed by Melissa Benoist and Kyler Lee, was that to really pay attention to 1920 because they're interconnected. They One flows right into the other. So, I mean, whoever bites it clearly isn't a game changer. Otherwise, this was something that they would be toting in headlines, but it is someone mm-hmm. who has been on the show. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I would expect them to, to off non at some point because they've got to get rid of all the rest of the Kryptonians. Um, I don't know. It's a good the question. Only, the only character I could think of that would make a difference to the main cast, but it wouldn't be part of the main cast, would be maybe their mom. Yeah, I, they could kill uh, Helen Slater's character. I, I, was, I was thinking that, and here's the thing, is they've released some photos from the upcoming episodes, and she's still very much in them, so it's, I don't know. Well, it's not the end of the season yet, either. So. No, no, I know, so it's kind of it's kind of very, like... Maybe that's something that happens, like, you know, maybe that's like a cliffhanger season-ending thing, you know? Because, I mean, that would be a pretty dramatic thing. Yes, and, and uh, we, I want you want to know, Supergirl still is not officially renewed for season two. I don't see, I, I think that's going to be renewed. I don't see them not renewing that. What if they kill... Uh, that was about to be my question. Be like, so when do we think that's getting renewed or what, not? What do they kill? I think what, it's currently the only CW show that doesn't have a renewal yet. It's not no, CW. It's not CW. Oh, then I'm definitely wrong CBS. about that. If this was CW, James Olsen would have died six episodes in. <laughs> and then he would have been back by then for ne- the next 12 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> and and Alex would not have had the bulletproof vest. So when she got shot, like, another dead lesbian. Damn it. What if, what if they kill Superman? Oh, wait, no, they never do that in any medium. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. <sighs> oh, uh, Michael Lucero asked, by the way, any idea when We're So Lost might be back? Ha! It should have been this week. I told you. It should have been. But we decided to do this instead. Yeah. Oh, he can't hear me. But we we still have uh, new episodes of We're So Lost coming out on the feed. We just haven't recorded any new ones Yeah, but he's already been around for those. Yeah. That's old hat. Yeah. So June, May? uh, May? May, because the show's end in May, right? You know what? Was that Rebecca who just squealed? Oh, no, it was me. I couldn't tell the squeal. Why did you squeal? Eric uh, ba- uh, Bowersfield passed away. He, uh, he's the voice of Admiral Akbar in Star Wars. The, it's a trap. Like it's a trap. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, he passed away. I did not know. I've been in a writing bubble, and then I talked for two hours to my best friend about our wedding next month. So. Oh, weddings. Yay. Yeah, I'm the maid of honor, so. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. I'm excited. You are uh, the key figure. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard because she lives in North Carolina and I live in Georgia. So she's like, "Well, what do you think about all this?" She's like, "Here's all the pictures of flowers and dresses," and I'm like, "Okay, cool. I guess number two looks great." At least you're getting that. My brother's getting married in September. Apparently, we're all in it, and I know nothing. That is very true. I'm just winging it. Uh, The wedding will be in Pittsburgh, but they live in Cleveland, and we're in Florida. Yeah. (gasps) Oh, can I just say uh, for before uh, 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 greetings on uh, Wednesday that the official ship name for Zelina and Hades is Zadies. 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 I'm good with Zadies. That's the official ship name. So Zadies, everybody, Zadies. Also, a lot of people are saying uh, Green Hellfire. Green Hellfire. That's extreme. (laughs) That might be a little too extreme. Suddenly, I'm thinking of Hunchback Notre Dame, and I see Rebecca's (laughs) eyes getting wide again like what the hell is happening 
I'm with Rebecca. Rebecca, you got out at I'm looking. I'm looking at Twitter. That's why your eyes are getting wide. Twitter. Rebecca, you got out before it went down, so you you ended up on a high note. So good job. Yeah. My shipping name for Hades and Zelina are bikey friends. Every time I saw them on the bike, I just wanted to be like, "Let me tell you about my best friend." Every time I saw them on the bike, I was like, "Why is Zelina's dress not caught in the spokes at this point?" Yep. Because it should be. Oh my gosh! I just thought about about a fantastic idea for Rebecca. Rebecca, you should just like watch the Canadian bootleg episode since you got out of like one no. like, three years ago, just to get your instant reaction about how terrible it's become. No, I don't, I don't like to waste hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, uh, Rebecca? That's a good point, though, because yeah, well, you used to talk about Once Upon a Time a lot, and you don't anymore. You also used to talk about Gotham a lot, and you don't anymore because you're so busy I'm with Supergirl so, Radio. I'm so behind. I, I hate it. I, I need to catch up. I'm, I'm oh, you're like, not caught up? I'm like two episodes maybe behind. I, okay. I, had to, oh. I had to podcast every day of last week. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of season one, and these two jerks, Bill and Anne-Marie, spoiled the ending for me of season one, so now I don't even want to finish it. <laughs> oh, no, you have to finish it because it just gets exponentially no, better. I didn't know that my favorite character died. Don't worry, they come back. It doesn't matter who it is. They're probably coming back. If you're a fan of our podcast, you should know that spoilers don't matter. (laughs) Unless unless you're Renee Montoya, in which case you're never going back. (laughs) But she's not dead. She's just off screen. I know. The the one thing... One thing I've been saying is someone please bubble wrap her and no one tell Fox she's still alive. Otherwise, we're going to have another dead lesbian. It'll be a stray bullet again. <laughs> so, so, so is Fish coming back? Did she come back? Yes. For reals? Or are you just yes. telling me that? No, seriously. She's coming back. No, she does come back. I saw the pictures. Yay. Okay. You can finish I it. hate Fish. I love her. You leave my fish alone. Fish, you know fish is best in small doses. She probably hates your beard. That's fine. <laughs> She probably watched it. I think that's like, both disrespectful to Bobby beard, and Fish fun. Mooney. Yeah, I don't. I, do, I just. I just don't see her as a beard. So my dad hates fish too. You know what? He's Bob- like, why? How is she not dead? In like dead. Bobby's dead. beard is very reminiscent of Harvey Bullock's, and we all know that fish loves bullocks. So I mean, I, I think. <laughs> I almost, are, you, are you okay? Are you okay, Henry? I, I almost died on that one. Yeah. What happened? I was in the middle of a drink when you told the joke, and it almost oh, okay. went everywhere. Sorry about that. There was almost Sauvignon Blanc everywhere. Oh, I uh, just was not a fan of Jada Pinkett as. As fish, I could do. Without she is ever. a queen. Dana no, is queen. She's the queen. worst part of the first season. Queen. There are three queens in this world, and she is one. And so is Beyonce. And so is Nicki Minaj. Queen. Oh! You forgot about the band. She was okay. That's, first, that's one, that's okay, that's four trash. You also forgot like about Lana Maria. <laughs> <laughs> but fish was the worst part of the first season. <gasps> No, you know what the first part of the worst part of the first season was that it ended. No, the worst part of the first season is that, is that it they was, extended it by five episodes. Is yeah. it wasn't a drama? Okay, it was a police. The yeah. worst part, the worst part about season one was Renee Montoya walked off the show. And we never know what the hell happened to her. <laughs> okay, so top three <laughs> worst worst things of Gotham of the first season. It was it was In a police no procedural. <laughs> Were fish that they got rid of Renee Montoya or just ignored her altogether. Yeah. And whatever. She was just was. a jealous lesbian. That's all she was. <laughs> <laughs> but she was considerate. So she should. <laughs> she was out for the greater Look, thing. look, she got her booty and then decided she didn't want the booty and left. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, the booty crazy. I'm out of here. The booty, booty crazy. Booty. Here goes the booty. I'm out. Sorry. 
I need Renee Montoya to come back at the lesbian bro that we all know she is. <laughs> oh, maybe Fish is her beard, and she just wears bobbies. <laughs> look, 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 look. I just need, we all, look. If you know comics, you know Renee Montoya cannot keep it in her pants. I need that Renee Montoya to come back. <laughs> She's her this, is, this, this is the woman who, this is the woman who went to this other nation and was honored. And instead of showing up at the ceremony, she was caught bunking the other ch- chambermaid. I have that comic in the cult closet right now. <laughs> like, uh... Get Renee out of the closet! <laughs> you have the comic in the closet! Get Renee out of the closet! She doesn't belong in the closet! She came out a long time ago! Don't make me take Renee Montoya out of the closet, please! <laughs> Over there, Rebecca. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> by the by, the way, Hope and Rebecca, you missed uh, our 15 minute conversation on my TV pilot, Infinite Tina, uh, the the empty place where love should be. If you guys yeah, are cool. interested in being uh, beta readers, it's I would basically love to. basically quantum leap in the multiverse. Uh, just uh, shoot me an email, billetuniversebox.com. I'll send you a copy. Cool. I I, I, I will warn you. Uh, it's kind of geared towards a live stream, uh, HBO kind of vibe. So oh, that's there's cool. language. There's oh, language. There's, there's mature themes. Do you know me? Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is why I was concerned because I, I, I know that I know that you are very anti all of that. Hope. Uh, yeah, I'd just be like, oh, God, you said God. It's my God. <laughs> I actually knew a person like that. Mm. We're not friends anymore. So how was a 221 Beacon? It was fun. I only got to go for like a day because uh, because of crap, I actually asked off before my boss told me he was going on a two-week cruise, so then I found out I could not get off. Um, and so I, after I got off work on Saturday, me and my friend went down there, and we showed up, and it was great. But within five minutes of being there, I saw my friend Amy from the Baker Street Babes podcast, and she was just like, oh, Hope, it's so great to see you. What are you doing tomorrow at three? <laughs> I was like, uh, nothing. She's like, well, why don't you come to be on the How to Podcast panel? So I did that, and I got to interview uh, David Nellist, uh, who was Mike Sanford and BBC Sherlock. Nice. Um, he was really nice and very pleasant. He was really funny, uh, too. And then I drank a lot. And if you look on my Facebook, you'll see me, like, falling on an inflatable... I was going to ask about this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's, I, I kind of fell on an inflatable elephant. And then I found out I was too old to sleep on hotel floors anymore because I didn't sleep. Um, and and so it was just like a lot of fun. It's just my favorite convention. But unlike doing a whole con thing, I was just more going to hang out with people because I didn't even know I was going until last weekend. So mm-hmm. It's really rough that moment when you realize you're too old to do X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Like when you realize you're too old for something that you've been doing for 15 years or whatever, and you go, oh, well, man. I haven't slept on the floor in a long time. Like, it's been right. several years. So I was like, you know, one night's gonna not going to hurt. I did not fall asleep. And there was a moment I looked up, and I was like, oh, God, that's the sunlight right there. And so at the moment my friend got up, I slept in the bed for two hours. <laughs> exactly. I remember the first time I went to a concert, and like I like I used I used to go to music festivals and concerts all the time. And like I was sitting in the concert and I was like, Oh my god, this is too loud and I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, this is so cool. like I got just like, <laughs> like an emotional like like breakdown and like realization and I was like, Oh my god <laughs> And I, I like I think that was the last time I went to an actual concert like that. Okay, lightning was, question. Oh, lightning question. Lightning question, and we'll start with Rebecca. Mm. Personal theme song. A personal theme song that I 
enjoy or that, that I think defines you as a philosophy, as a person, etc. <laughs> I got my answers. I'm good. This is a question from one of my work podcasts. Oh, really? Wow. That's how I end every work podcast, actually. I don't know. I I don't know one that defines me, but I always thought if I could do one of those, like, comedic, like, slow motion entrances, I would want it to be to uh, Janet Jackson's Nasty. (laughs) That's that's always one that I wish I could do. But I don't think I don't think it defines me as a person. <laughs> no, I think it does. But um, but I love I love that song. So I don't I don't know. That's a tough question. I'd have to think on that. I no, I don't think you lie, do. I would have never in a million years pictured you. Well, have you have you never seen like um. Like I know, like on Thirty Rock, they used to do it all the time, where like uh, Tina Fey would Tina Fey would come in like slow motion, you know, trying trying to look sexy or whatever. So that's yep. that's kind of how I, I always imagine. Like if I could have entrance music, mm-hmm. it, it would awesome. be in the song. Nice, nice. But, okay, la- yeah, Lady J. Lady J. Personal theme song. Back in Black ACDC. Perfect, perfect. Nice. Any reason why, or just because? Just kind of like every time, you know, you get knocked down and kind of get back up and come back in full force. That's so a whole different song. Yeah, I that's get knocked down. That one just reminds me of a drinking song, so no. Fair enough. That's, that's totally fair. Okay, Hope, personal theme song. I have two. What was it? I have t- no, I have two songs. Okay. Okay. Uh, Starlight by Muse is my, like, life journey song. And then uh, Smile, Smile, Smile from My Little Pony is my life theme song. <laughs> Nice. I love it. Such a such a contract. Yeah. Bobbert? Um the only thing okay, when I was when I was a teenager, the album I would listen to over and over and over again was something oh it's a Pretty Hate Machine by Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so the two tracks that I guess would at one time or another would define me would be something I can never have and uh I believe the name of the track is down in it kind of like a cloud i was up way up Uh, anyway yeah yeah one of those two songs just depending on my mood at any time of the day like i'm not familiar with that with uh the the second song what 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 about that says bobby um i don't know i mean but i mean pretty much that whole (laughs) album is about wallowing in misery (laughs) so (laughs) but, but like but like knowing that that's not the only I don't know I I was going through a bad breakup when I was sixteen. <laughs> weren't we all? I was like, we all were. No, we all were. Oh man, I I, I see those the little mall rats in my mall, and they're just like all teenagers, and they're like, "This is the most important moment of my life." And I'm just like, exactly. <laughs> poor thing. Angel T in the chat room says, I've had to do this for a school assignment. This is dumb, but my song is Happy by uh, Farrell. Farrell? Farrell. 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 Or maybe Don't Stop Farrell. Believing. We'll teach you these pop things, sir. Oh, oh here we go. What, what song represents your love life right now, currently? Well, we, we're not we're done not with personal theme songs yet, Hope. Oh, okay. I, I mean, you guys have to do yours. I would love to say Happy or Don't Stop Believing <laughs> or something along those lines, but yeah. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Anne-Marie, what's your personal theme song? Oh, it's so hard. I, I, I've been, like, trying to, like, searching up a couple of them while we've been going. I, one, I'm going to go with one that I sort of, like, always, like, think in my head. Uh, Best of You by Foo Fighters. I love that song. I um, love that. And that came out at a very important time in my life. Yeah. So, ta-da. 
have a great yeah. music video to that song. Yeah. I don't think I've actually seen the video, but Foo Fighters no, have always yeah, yeah. they were one of probably my first bands that were mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I'll have to send it to you. There's a fan-made video put to that song, and it's literally about the lives and triumphs and deaths of like the human like human race. It's fantastic. I'll have to send it to you. Ooh, and it's nice. put to that song. Okay, Michael Lucero says in the chat room, Boxcar by Shovels and Rope. I'm Googling this not, because I've never heard of these Yeah, things. not familiar with that song at all. All right, what is yours, William? I've never listened to music. Shut up. Uh, you, ha- you have like three albums. Shut up. No, uh, Classic I, Tragic Hero, please no, look it no, up. No, 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 don't look it up. Um, look it up. Okay, but uh, no, my personal theme song is Never Do Anything by Bare Naked Ladies. It's a song I knew that- it was going to be a Bare Naked Yeah, me too, <laughs> man. Me too. <laughs> as it should be. As it should be. No, but it's a song about uh, about the fear of failure keeping you from trying new things. And it's uh, the song that I after I got fired and had to come back from uh, UCLA uh, my freshman year at UCLA. I was just going to not do college and uh, just go and, I don't know, be a telemarketer or something. And uh, Bare Naked Ladies Maroon came out mm-hmm. and I heard this song and it kind of made me realize that, no, I, I shouldn't be afraid of failing again like I did in LA and that I should go back to college. And I went to college and I, I met her at college. So, uh, <laughs> no. so, But really that didn't happen for like five, more, five or six years after that. Yeah, after college. But it, it led me down a path to where I am right now. So... So it all worked out, and it's, so I, I still can, it's not my favorite song, but it's definitely I think my personal theme song. I, I still come back realize, to it all the time. What's I that? just realized uh, probably now my theme song. Like I I put it on every time I'm in the the car with my daughter, and you know we both sing along out loud while we're driving down the road. Is "Brave" by Sarah Bareilles. Bareilles. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'm drunk. Yep. <laughs> um, but yes, I love that song. I love that video. I love the message of like. Uh, not being afraid to be yourself. Okay, see, that's fun. Right. Okay, you know what? I, I think we should come back to Hope's question, and we're lightning round, like real quick. Oh no! Song that that uh, describes your love life, and we'll start with Rebecca. I don't know. Is is there a song called No Comment or Non-existent? I got no body. There you go. We'll pick that one. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Hope, the originator of the question. Somebody lo- to Love by Queen. Nice. Nice. That's a good song. It makes me cry every time. <laughs> Lady J? Uh, I don't really. I, mean... I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Single from Natasha Bedingfield. Nice. Nice. Go. And Marie? And I <laughs> will not sing any more of that. So Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> No, it's funny because my mom had a thing with that. Um, no. And for me, I, I'm not going to pick one song. I'm going to pick the entire album of TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth, Bill. That was real smooth. smooth. Yep. Well, you know I got game, right? No. Yeah. I don't have Yeah, game. you have a totally awesome lady, so you clearly do somehow. I do. I, I do. I had it long enough to get her. Anyway. <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, let's but see here. I, I started looking up Clark's lyrics, but once we got to this song, I was mm-hmm. like, Clark's. It has Hope to be the Clark's. To... Well, I couldn't find one. You know, Hope has to go. Yeah, and I'm I, so think... I, have a, I have a podcast outline to write because I have a show on Tuesday, but I have a deadline tomorrow, so I have to write it tonight. That's <laughs> totally fine. I, th- I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up here anyway. It's been over two hours. Yeah, it has she been over a child. Two hours. Hey, child. Hey, hello, child. Hi, child. Hi. Hi, child. 
What's your name? Small person is muted currently. Yeah, Hi. small person is muted. Small people Hi. reveal things, so they're usually uh, muted. Yeah, there he is. <gasps> Hi. 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 I can't hear you. What's your yeah. name? Hey, Luke. Are you the nice. Skywalker? <laughs> he has no idea who that is. Are you a Jedi? No. Are you a princess? <laughs> Did you like Zootopia? <laughs> <laughs> I want Zootopia. You don't even know and understand. I want to see Zootopia so bad. Josh Dallas plays a role called Frantic Pig. I want to see this Wait, movie. Josh Dallas was in it. He yes. plays a role called Frantic Pig. I don't remember. Yeah, that means he was probably he was probably one of the animals screaming for their lives or something. Yeah, he only did a small probably. cameo, but he plays a role called Frantic Pig, and I want to see this movie. You know, I just want to say if Zootopia ever has a sequel, I want Jennifer Morrison to be the voice of like Judy's partner or daughter or something. That'd be awesome. That would be fun. That'd be but, interesting. But okay, I need, but I, I need to go. Yeah, I right. uh, hope. hope well, tell people where to follow you on Twitter at least. Oh, you can find me at Hope Mullinax, or if you like Star Wars and podcasts, especially Clone Wars, I have a Star Wars podcast called J Guys and Jedi. And more importantly, are you in for Infantina? What? I think she missed that. Are you in to read the pilot? My pilot? Oh, His book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Okay. Send it to me. I just, I, I can't promise you I'll get to it right away. No, you have to get it to it, it right away. It takes about like half an hour. Yeah, It'll it's about fine. half an hour. Okay. okay. You can do that. Cool. I can probably do it this weekend. Sweet. Okay, I'll send it to you. Bye. Okay. Okay, Rebecca, Bye, tell people where to find you online. Uh, well, you can follow me at DerbyKid. That's D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D. So that's the best place to get me. And don't forget about Supergirl Radio. Well, if you like Supergirl or want to hear about Supergirl, you can go to SupergirlRadio.com, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Are you in for Infinite Tina? Sure. Send it. I'll read it. Sweet. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Okay, Bobby. Tell people where they can find you online. Um, as you guys know, I'll be calling in every week to every pod. <laughs> Except for so Lost. I haven't called in any voicemails for We're So Lost. but uh, That's okay. We far. haven't done any We're So Lost I think you sent while. one, actually. You sent one. Did I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like okay, early well, on. So, so that's official. Every podcast you've done, I've sent a voicemail <laughs> in. You have. But yeah. uh, every week on, on you know, Legends of Gotham and Once Upon a Time, or uh, Reading for Story Broke Jesus. Sorry. But, um, of course, my Twitter... No, it's just is... called Greetings from Storybrooke. <laughs> Jesus not included. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> they haven't had that character yet. No, no. no that's season six. <laughs> they gotta go somewhere. Um, but um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, InevitableHawk, uh, H-A-W-K-E, and, you know, that's it. <laughs> Are you in for Infinitina? Of course. Perfect, perfect. Thanks, bud. Okay, and Lady J, tell people where they can follow you online. Uh, Twitter at J Namkyung, uh, N-A-M-K-Y-O-U-N-G. And uh, I am being featured at Wild Pantheon Press currently. So Woo-hoo! Very nice. Very nice. nice. Are you in for Infinitina? <laughs> of course. Excellent. Excellent. I'll send it along. Emery, where can people find you online? Hi, you can find me on the Twitters at Simone. I'm not spelling. Deal with it. That's fine. That's fine. It's really hard to spell anyway. I, I doubt you can even do it. I not. I've had a... No. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And if you want Infinitina, Bill at know. universebox.com. I'll send you a copy. Uh, and we, we, if you if you want to uh, do take part in the live reading, uh, definitely let me know about that too. Okay. And I think I think we've uh, about stretched out this hangout. Your voice is as, gone, isn't it? Yeah, that- it is, isn't it? Like my voice is just fading, fading, fading. You know what? So I think uh, foolishness is the better part of valor. We're going to say peace. Peace. Until next time, remember to think outside. I had no idea where we were. Do not adjust your computer screen. If your mind were changing, stories set to a theme, think outside. Universe box.